What radio, the music you want. With your host, Keith Dan. Do I offend? What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, I encourage you to go to DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote. And maybe you can have little old me, Keys Dan, at your name next event entertaining for you today on the program indy annie jones found her on the instagram she seemed pretty cool and uh she said yeah let's do the what makes you famous podcast so we're going to get to know a little bit more about indy annie jones and uh find out what she does so you have that to look forward to this week's shows, I have a brand new show Thursday night from 5.30 to 8.30 over at Zona de Traca Restaurant in Greenbrier, Arkansas. It's a family-friendly karaoke video dance party. And uh, come on out. I want to see if we can make a good showing out there in Greenbrier. So if you're in Conway or if you're in Clinton, you come south and uh, Conway, you come north. Yeah. Come on out to the Zona de Traca. Uh, I think it's, well, it's Mexican restaurant, but it's got so much more. Uh, they say something about they have uh, different kinds of food. So it's not just a Mexican restaurant. And that's great. I like that. Zona de Traca. Come on up to Greenbrier on Thursday night. That's tomorrow night. If you're listening to this as it first comes out, I think they're going to try to do it uh, every two weeks and then the other two weeks i have the 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 uh old post barbecue in russellville arkansas so you might want to check that out so yeah this week brand new show it says um zona de traca is a well yeah central american and mexican food so yeah different kinds of food it's Mexican food, but then there's a little twist to it. I think there's different kinds of people that are, are working there, and they've added their own flavors to it. So check that out. Come on out to Zona de Traca from 530 to 830 on Thursday night. Be there. And then on Friday night, yes, the regular Friday night show. I'll be at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Video dance party, karaoke jam. Now, this one is not family friendly. It is an adult over 21 show. So come on out. They have the full bar. They have the kitchen and the pool tables. They have 10 uh, league pool tables. And then there is a pool league that goes on every Friday night. Outside on the party patio, they have shuffleboard and foosball and a giant Jenga game. So there's always fun uh, to be had while you're waiting to sing on the karaoke stage with little old me. Yes, you are the stars of the show Friday night at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That starts at 8 p.m. and we don't stop till almost 2 in the am. Yeah, way past my bedtime. So come on out and play with us at the Rab, Conway, Arkansas, Friday night. And then on Saturday, another brand new show. Now, I asked at the Heber Springs VFW, which is where I'm going to be at 8 p.m. I think it's 8 until, oh, no. 
yeah, eight until uh, uh, about two in the in the am if i'm not mistaken um i guess i need to look these things up before i i actually start talking about them shouldn't i i probably should should i yeah i probably should so uh yeah it's um let's see the saturday night show is brand new it's an 80s themed night over at the oh at 7 p.m no, no, eight until midnight. I'm sorry. It is eight until midnight over at the uh, VFW on Heber Springs Road in uh, in Tumbling Shoals, Arkansas. So come on out and play with us, man. Dress in your '80s garb. I mean, if you uh, if you graduated in the '80s like I did, you know what they were wearing in the '80s because you were there, baby. So come on out, man. I'll be playing some music videos just like they used to have on MTV. Do you remember when music videos were on MTV? I miss those. Don't you? I miss them. So I set up some televisions and I'll I'll be all plugged in. Now, they said they didn't want any karaoke because they already have karaoke. But, uh, you know, I always have the screen set up and I'll have the microphones with me. So if it happens, it happens. And we, we'll just have some fun. And uh, singing the 80s songs will be as fun as dancing to them yes it will so come on out that's a brand new show heber springs vfw all right i think i've talked your ear off enough let's get to it with uh indy annie jones calling indy annie jones now Hello, this is Indy. Hi, Indiana Jones, please. Yes, this is she. Hi, she. This is Keys Dan with the What Makes You Famous podcast. How's your day? Oh, good. How are you? Super duper. Thank you very much for asking. Indy Annie Jones. I don't even know what to call you. Indy Annie Jones. A combination of the three. You can call me Annie, you can call me Indy, you can call me Jonesy, whichever one you'd like. Ah, I like it. I think Annie will do just nicely. And you can call me Dan or Daniel, whichever okay. you'd like. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, Daniel. So you're on the What Makes You Famous podcast, and I've been kind of uh, perusing. I, I know I found you on Instagram, but I've, I've seen you have a YouTube. Tell the people, yes. uh, just to give them a little bio of who Indy Annie Jones is. <laughs> well, Indiana Jones is an amalgamation of everything I love. Uh, basically, costumes and cosplay, cooking and crafting, and sometimes some cocktails. So I put that all together and made a little YouTube channel about it. I like that. How long have you been running this YouTube channel? <laughs> um, I started in September of 2015, and since then I've been featured in 15 different film festivals. 15 different film festivals. Now, you're located yes. where? In, in Florida? I am located in Miami, Florida. Miami, my the, hometown. The tip of the street. Oh, really? You're oh, yeah. from Miami? Born and oh, raised. Oh, my goodness. Mahuano de la Guantaramera. You're Cuban? Of course, yes. 
We're all Cuban down I, there, some way. I know, me too. I, my, I, it's hilarious. No, I am Cuban. No, my Ana Margarita Rey. That's my maiden name. I just got married to the only Anglo in Miami. You, <laughs> you, you better believe it. <laughs> yep. Irish Anglo. Irish Cuban. That's me. Yep. No, well, that's me. That I'm is- Irish and Cuban. That's so funny. That's my children now. They're mixing sticks. <laughs> They're going to be just fine. They're going to be just yeah. fine. Growing up in, in Miami. Now, yeah, I, I was born there in 69, and I, I grew up there, and I, I just moved to Arkansas in 2009, and I haven't been back how since. How did that happen? Uh, Wait a minute. How did you move to Arkansas? I'm trying to start a fight club, but I'm not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> okay got it all right <laughs> very interesting uh, oh for sure for sure my my mom and grandma are still down there in the florida keys which is where keys oh, Dan nice. came from how about that very nice very nice <laughs> but it's not about me it's about you indiana okay. jones <laughs> i mean yes it's a conversation it's getting to know you and yes you can get to know me as well and the, the listeners really i think they're, they're going to enjoy a little conversation between you and i especially now Definitely. that we know that we've eaten the same dirt and we we've been to the same <laughs> beaches I, I was a dj in south beach uh, for quite quite really? some time oh yeah i've done weddings all up and down that place so Yes, Indy Annie Jones. You're born and raised in Miami? No, actually, I was born in New York City in Queens and (laughs) came down to Miami when I was 12. (laughs) And therefore, I was bullied as a child because I was, A, I was too New Yorkan. I wasn't Latina enough. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That was that, that was the problem. It was too white, too New York, and too not Latina enough. See, I, and, I think you uh, took the, the route that my mom did because she was born in New York, and I guess she she grew up in uh, in uh, what is it, Jewish Harlem, and she, mm. she ended up with a Jewish name, and then she moved down to to Miami with the grandparents. They're they're straight from Cuba, and she, so I guess right. I'm third generation. Uh, you know, I, oh, there you go. did you come from Cuba or, or born? In no, New no, York? I was born in New York. My parents came on the freedom flights from Cuba to New York City in the eighty in nineteen eighty. No, 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 no! Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, you think I'm that young? No, you honey, I was young. born in '68. Oh, no, I'm older you. than you. Ah, we're the same. I was age. born in '68, so my my parents came in the in the freedom flights of the '60s. Okay, all right, yes. So tell me about that. <laughs> I, I, what do you know about them and their freedom flights? That sounds pretty interesting. Um, yeah, well, you know, back then it was the you know, La Revolución and all that stuff. And um, my mom was a teacher. My dad was an accountant, and they did what they could to get out of um, to get out of Cuba. And they ended up in New York City, and they started working at Chase Manhattan Bank. Uh, on the graveyard shift because, you know, their English was not so good. Right. So that's Celia so Cruz said, my gra- English not so good looking. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they, they worked out the graveyard shift, which unfortunately for those of my neighbors who were stunned that, you know, some Cuban refugees can already move into the suburbs of Queens only being there, you know, five years or so, uh, they all naturally assumed that my beautiful redhead mother and my tobacco my cigar smoking dad was a pimp and she was a prostitute ouch so, you know, yeah you know? ouch. What? so a- that's why the nuns were really really nice to me in, in school until you know my mom found out and all hell broke loose and she's like i am not a prostitute so, uh, anyway uh. interesting interesting background there <laughs> yeah 
And, and you spent 12 years <laughs> in, in Queens, so that had to touch you a little bit. What What do you remember about growing up in Queens? Oh, it was wonderful. It was the most idyllic childhood that you can imagine in the 70s growing up, you know, in, in Queens, New York, and being surrounded by so much, so many different cultures, you know, between Italian and Jewish and Irish and German, everything, everything was mishmashed together. So, um, yeah, we, I would eat knishes and platanitos, you know, it was really fun. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. America's melting pot. Def- definitely. It was. I- I've never been. Definitely. In, I, I, well, I, I rarely go north of the Mason Dixon line and I've never been to New York <laughs> at all. I, I think the farthest north I've been was, was, uh, DC maybe, uh, mm. you know, on, on a school trip. Uh, but yeah, I have to live vicariously through you and others uh, about what it's like <laughs> to be in New York and, and Queens. York. You say was a good experience. It was a lovely experience. I had those, you know, like you know, you look at Hocus Pocus and that Halloween where they're walking around with the leaves and kids running. Around. That's that was my childhood. That was my childhood. Well, I, yeah, that that, <laughs> that would definitely put uh, a, 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 um, a, a that kind of memory. Uh, of you being in in a hocus pocus type place w- would uh, mm-hmm. affect your psyche. Uh, yeah. Who, who would have known? Who would have thunk it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Indiana yep. Jones. So you got to Miami, and you still. <clears throat> it feels like you still have a little bit of an accent. Uh, and, 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 I, and you can I, tell I, me, I, I don't have an accent. You have an accent. <laughs> no, I do. I have a little bit of. I'm like people listen to me, and they're like, "You're Cuban. You're New Yorkan. What the heck are you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a little bit of both." So. Well, that's good. It puts a little flavor on you. And, and you moved yes. from one melting pot to another because I, I know yes. living in Miami, everybody loved everybody. If you didn't get along, you were going to have some trouble. Uh, so yeah. going as a young young lass. In of uh, twelve years old, and where in Miami are are, are you at? Because I know there's I'm, different little provinces. I am now. I'm in like West Kendall in the hammocks, so I'm way out in the boonies. I like West Kendall in the hammocks. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I lived. Uh, well, I worked at Baptist Hospital uh, for a while. Oh, nice. when I was there in, in Kendall, and uh, I was on the fire department in, in Key Largo. So I, I know the area. I know Kendall very well. So West Kendall. Yeah, nice yes. digs, Indiana Jones. Nice, thank You're you. doing well. Thank you. Thank you. And single. And hey, guys, I'm single. Hey, you know, hubba I'm, hubba. I'm, I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking auditions. <laughs> yes, must love I cosplay. Really, I, I swear. I swear. I think this would be so much easier if I just like put out auditions for a reality show for a boyfriend and just have like a whole bunch of guys just like try out and have my friends and I just like measuring them like, Oh, okay. Like America's got talent. Okay. What can you, what can you do? Oh, okay. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I, I, I think you, but this is- you will, you shouldn't have too much trouble meeting men, whether it's the right uh, person or not. Uh, <laughs> is the other factor. There are plenty of dudes well, in in, uh, in Miami. Well, there's uh, what a, seven million? There's a, there's a reason. There's a reason why it's called Florida Man. Let's just put it that way, because Miami <laughs> is part of Florida. So Florida Man, who's alive and thriving here. In well, and there's a whole difference between South Florida and the rest of Florida. Anything yes. north of Paul, West Palm Beach is is might as well be uh, South Georgia and South Alabama. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, exactly. So. so Okay, exactly. let's go into the uh, the Indiana Jones. Uh, what your your you know, typical? What, what would be your 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 dude? Your ideal dude? Your ideal? Oh date? goodness, we're going into that. Well, okay. Might as well since you brought it up. <laughs> this is getting <laughs> um, interesting. 
Okay. Well, thank you, Chuck. Now I think like you're Chuck Woolery. That's from right. The we'll game. be back in two and two. There you go. Spanish well, number that. one, a, a very good sense of humor, a good sense of self, uh, kindness, compassionate, very creative person who um, just loves to enjoy life and is not like, you know, super cynical or sarcastic. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Any, and any particular mother's efficiency. Yeah, you got that right. You better have your own uh your own place there, bucko. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> well, okay, so you're an independent woman. You you have got yeah. your own uh YouTube channel. It seems to be doing yeah. very well. I mean, you got just yeah. one more subscriber today. <laughs> Yay. Hey, and maybe some more after this. Yeah. Ah. I I'm trying it's a, it's very different platform because there's a lot of middle-aged women who craft and then there's a lot of teenagers that do cosplay so i don't know how that works together so i'm trying to get like this whole audience and we'll see we'll see what happens yeah just, i've been trying just the blurb and if you look at indiana jones's uh youtube the blurb is you like cosplay you like crafting you like cooking well why look around for different channels when you could get find all that here so amen three different amen. aspects of indiana jones what got you mm-hmm. into the first aspect? What what was the first thing that you discovered that you had a talent for? <clears throat> well, here's the thing. Funny enough. So, okay, back almost 10 years ago when I was, you know, married and had the two little kids and all that stuff. And life was, life was wonderful. All of a sudden everything changed. Husband left. Huh. We had a difference. We had a difference of opinion. Okay. He wanted a mistress, and I didn't think that was right. So yeah, that's anyway. probably not good. No, that, that would. No, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so we just leave it at that. But uh, I actually, um, like, within a year after he left, I started acting for independent films. That's why I'm in the Annie Jones. <sighs> so I started doing, yeah, so I started acting for independent films and student film projects. And I'm usually involved in at least three to, I don't know, maybe more than that, maybe like six, six to ten projects a year, maybe. Um, maybe not that much, but I've been in at least like 46 different, uh, productions and they could be short films. Some of them have been a little longer films, but yeah, short films. I I enjoy the short film format. It's fun. And, um, Miami has been a, a, an avenue for you to find uh, films because I know that they do make a lot of films and television down there and and this has all been in Miami. Yes. Um, unfortunately, however, until recently, we didn't have the benefits as other states do, like Georgia and North Carolina, where they get you know benefits for filming there, like big production companies from Hollywood. Oh. So that's why the independent film industry here has been thriving. Now we're starting to get some more production companies back, and there's been you know production studios created and stuff. But what happened was that I was being typecast very early on. So after the I don't know, second, third year that I was acting, I noticed that I was always being typecast as somebody's mom or somebody's aunt or somebody's older friend or something. And I was like, you know, just because I'm over 40 doesn't mean I'm dead. Yeah. There's a lot There's a lot to, to women, especially women over 40. So I started doing Indiana Jones and start, people started looking at me differently. So now I've been cast as a homeless woman, as a... <laughs> A homicidal maniac in a horror film as a neurotic, as a mother, but a neurotic mother that drives her son into a shooting spree. Um, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so how did the acting stuff. bug start? What, what kind of schooling did you do? Or did you? None. 
None. I none. I worked for Miami International Film Festival and um, Miami Miami Book Fair, Miami International Book Fair. And while I was there, there was a student filmmaker who um, was helping me make volunteer training videos. And he was like, "Damn, you're photogenic. You mind being a mom for my, you know, for my film for school?" And I'm like, uh, "Okay, all right, sure. I have no experience. What kind of what do I have to play? A frustrated single mom. Okay, I've got experience. Let's do it." Yeah, yeah, and you I, can do this. And, <laughs> and I did it. And within a year, that same film actually appeared at the Miami International Film Festival. So you know, full Get circle out. came around, full circle. Yeah. And had you, have had no you been working training. for them at that time? I, at that time, actually, did I stop work? I think I had stopped working for them at that time. Okay. And I, cause I was working for them part-time, it was part-time seasonal. And after my ex left, I had to get a full-time job. So my background actually, if you're interested or if not, here it is anyway. Of course. I my am. background is actually, I have a degree in finance and international business and I have a master's degree with uh, specialization in auditing and uh, international business. Smart. So there you go. Gal. Never never took a darn acting class, never was into acting. Love movies, love films, and that's why I do the cosplay part because I get to do parodies of films that I love. Um you won't see anything on my channel that I don't really, really love and really commit to. Um so Yeah, but I think you yes, took after your parents because your dad was in the finance and your mom was in the teaching. So you, you got your smarts yeah. from from mom and dad. It looks like they yeah. instilled that education into you mm -hmm. a, at an early age. So were you a Definitely. good kid in school? Very good. I was so good. I, I, didn't, I didn't even skip on skip day. I was so good. Oh, I was, uh, <laughs> nerd. I was really good. I was an <laughs> honor student, uh, you know, taking AP classes and college credit classes and Oh, how cool is I got that? My, I got my master's by the time I was 24. So. Oh, fantastic. All right. So what, what yeah. high school did you go to? San Brandon's. I went to say I was a Catholic girl. Ca oh, Catholic San school. Brandon's. See, I went to yeah. St. Monica's until I was in sixth grade. And really? Yeah, I, just, I don't even where know. Where did you go in sixth grade? Well, after sixth grade, I went to, oh, I moved to Fort Lauderdale with my stepdad and, oh. and uh, went to... to Pioneer Middle and then Western High School in Fort Lauderdale, and that's where I ended up graduating. Oh, wow. And then Broward College to to uh, f uh, round out my my uh, schooling. Yeah. I, I've been to college a, a bunch of times. <laughs> I've been there <laughs> lots of you. times, you know. But uh, Good no, for you. nothing I could really uh, nail down like you did. I mean, I, I became a firefighter and a paramedic, and and I, I did some you know schooling in that respect. That's you know. awesome. You know enough. That's I, awesome. No, I went. I went straight through. I was like, I'm. I'm just gonna go barreling through college and my master's degree. Like boom, boom, boom. You went. And all I'm the working way. full time. Oh, fantastic! I did. Okay, so working full time. You say by 24 that was done. Had the kids come along by now? By then? No, by 26 is when I met my ex and I got married. That was another, oh, God. You know, like, I'm like he was my intern. We'll, we won't go into the whole detail. But he was my intern. Yeah. We didn't even date. We were best friends. And then all of a sudden, he proposed, and I said, okay, why not? He's cute. Yeah. He is cute. He really is. My ex is very cute. I, I so we got married, so, and we, yeah. were, we, we were married for 15 years, and we made two beautiful children, which I have. Yes. And we lived in a beautiful house, which I also have. Thank ah. you very much. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, you made a good run of it. I mean, it, it, it's it's yeah. sad when things fall apart, but it looks like you had a good 
a, a good thing going for for quite some time, and and you made yeah, these, you I, made and some very appreciative. Kids. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm always very grateful. I never regret that. And you know, this is another phase of my life. You know, right? It's it's just it, like I tell my kids all the time. You know, you know how you know a person. A person's character is measured not by you know who they are, but how they behave in the worst of times. And you have to make the best of it, you know? Correct. So, so you get out, you get out of school. Let's see. I, I'm guessing you graduated high school, maybe 85 or 84. 86. Yeah. 80, oh, 86. Oh, I'm a class of 86. 86. I graduated oh. a year early. So, so yeah. Oh. Class of 86 rules. Cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 80, 86. And then you got out of uh, college probably in the early nineties. And, mm-hmm. and what were you doing with your, in the meantime, uh, did you have, well, have to throughout work? college, mm. Well, throughout college, I was working for as a financial analyst, as a, a junior financial analyst for wow. Dow Chemical. Yeah. And then I worked for um, Polaroid Latin America, and that's where I met my ex. And then I worked for Burger King Corporation here in Miami Fantastic. as a data analyst. I kept changing jobs. I'm like, okay, another job, another job, another job. Well, just as so you know, I, I have seen King. that big, the big building at Burger King. They have a, a very big yeah. office uh, there, headquarters, right? Some kind? Yeah, yeah, that's that's where their headquarters is. Yep, Burger King headquarters is here. And then after Burger King, what else did I work? Burger King, then Acer Computers, wow. then, yeah, uh, Beckman Coulter, and most recently I was at um, Cisco Telecommunications, so I telecommuted from home for like five years, which was the biggest blessing in the world because as a single mom, I could pick up my kids, take them to dental appointments and everything, and I could continue working from my phone or from my laptop from anywhere. And then most recently I changed careers again because why not? And um, I became a grant writer during this time while I was at uh, Miami book fair in Miami. That was Miami film festival. I was with them for like a what writer seven or eight years. Miami book fair. No. What what kind of a writer? Grant writer. What's uh, what's a grant writer? A grant writer is a person who writes to receive free funds from either government agencies or personal in, you know, uh, not personal, but yeah, personal foundations, private foundations for nonprofit organizations. So is this for, for schooling or fair. is this for only for nonprofits? No. <clears throat> no, for usually for mostly for nonprofits, but if you're an artist, for example, or a filmmaker and you're, you don't have to have a nonprofit, you don't have to have a nonprofit, but there, there are grants out there for filmmakers and for artists that um, just need a hand, and that, you just got to know how to look for it. That's so an I, important thing and an important aspect when you're trying to make a film is to get the, the funding, the money, and you were uh, and, helping in that. Well, I mean, with Miami International Film Festival and the book fair, I was getting funding for these events, for large events. So I was going with, you know, tourist, um, you know, Miami Day Tourism, kind of things, uh, associations or whatever, they gave grants. American Airlines would give grants because obviously we're going to bring all these people in from different parts of the world. So those kind of grants I currently work for. So that was, yeah, I started doing that. And while I was working at Cisco, I would always do that on the side. So I'd have that as a so full-time job, mom, actress, <laughs> writing grants on the side. How did I do this? I don't know. I still don't know. You're a hustler, um, Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, and, I am. and you have desires. You have different aspects. Do. You don't. Get, you get bored with one thing, it seems. 
I like to call myself, I am a diamond, not in the rough. I am cut. I have so many facets to me, but all of them sparkle and shine. And currently I work, and I don't know if I can say this, but I will, and I don't care. I work for United Way of Miami-Dade, and I am their senior grant writer. So I decided to leave the corporate world to help the world. Fantastic. You are a superhero. (laughs) Yes. Thank so, you. All right. Thank so, you. I try. And, and raising two, two, two men to not become delinquents. Okay. That's, that's, that's my greatest achievement. So there you go. <laughs> two young men. So the kids are doing okay? Yes. I have a 20-year-old and a 15-year-old, and thank goodness neither one of them have ever given me a moment's worry. I not even a little bit? Most- Come on. They're boys. I worry for them to become the best them that they can be, but yes. no, no, they're, they're really good. And thankfully they have good friends and yeah, they're good. You did good, really Indiana good. Jones. Now, and well, you're, and we you're all cont- look. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. And you're continuing to do good. I know I've done, uh, you know, quite a few things with the United way and I, I had no idea about that. You know, sometimes you, you do charitable events and you wonder, is that money going to a good place? You know, is it worth yeah. it? You know, and, and you well, are in the know. You Tell me, tell me about I'll the tell United you, Way. I'll, t- I'll tell you something that most people don't know. And I know that right now is like a big campaign time in a lot of different corporations. And they're wondering, well, why should we give United Way our money right. when we can give it directly to this place or that place or this place? Well, we take that money and together with grants that we receive, federal grants and other funds and other fundraising that we do, we actually double the amount of money that you give us. So instead of giving 50 bucks, let's say, to Big Brothers Big Sisters, who for whom I also worked for for a little bit cool. um, right before I started at United Way. So instead of giving them just 25 bucks or 50 bucks, we'll actually duplicate that and give them $100 to programs that help young, you know, young people in the community. So, and we are helping, how can I say this? Now I'm like, okay, now I'm on my United Way time. <laughs> Soapbox. So do it. We, we got time. Three, I want to hear about it. Oh, wonderful. We have three pillars of, of what makes society and a community stable and what makes a family stable and an individual stable. And that's um, education, uh-huh. financial stability, and health. So those are the three pillars that we focus upon and we help. One thing, I, I bet you you didn't know that. Did you know that we have a veterans program? I did not know that. So we have something called Mission United that's nationwide. And we actually help veterans that are trying to get reacclimated into the civilian world again, or civilian life, by helping them trying to get a job, by helping them with health issues, mental health issues, um, everything. Um a veteran can come to us and say, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this month. I don't know how we're going to pay our mortgage. And we have funds put aside for just that. So we can put, you know, we can at least cover them for a month, let's say, until we can help them find a job and get stable. Or, or if they're a you know, wounded veteran, getting them to the right resources to help them thrive. How cool is that? You know, yeah, you see uh, you see a lot of movies about veterans that come back and, oh, I can't acclimate back to the real world. I got PTSD. And you are instrumental in that. I did not know that the United Way even did that. I thought they had to go yes, through their do. Veterans Association or something. 
And here's the thing. One of the things that United Way does is that we work together with, I don't know if you have 211 where you're at, but it's our information line. So we gather, what we do is we kind of like partner with hundreds of different agencies and put together all these resources. So instead of one person going here, going here, going here, no, come to us and we'll set you up. This is what you need here. We can go here. Let's give them a call. Let, let us help you. So is there an office or is there a bank of people or is this on the phone that they can get a well, hold of United Way and, and get their services? You can, go to, you can go to United Way at any one of your cities because I know you're over there, but we're at UnitedWayMiami.org. So you mm-hmm. go to And right now, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm Beach, we have all joined forces together to do what? To raise funds for the Bahamas. So if you want to volunteer to put... put stuff in a box like you're like okay i gave i gave two hundred dollars but i still don't feel like i'm part of this you know this issue that's going on how can i help the bahamas well there is a warehouse that is receiving all this um supplies it's amazing and i don't american airlines and JetBlue, a whole bunch of different airline companies has has come to us and said can you get us stuff and we'll put it on the plane we have planes you get the stuff (laughs) we'll put it all together and that's what we do because not only do we get all these nonprofit agencies all partnered up on one side, right. we also have all these corporations that are partnered up with us. So we have Ryder, we have American Airlines. Hey, you, you, keep, you keep mentioning Thanks. American Airlines. My stepdad works there <laughs> He's there at my international airport there. Yep. And they're wonderful. They're oh. super supportive. Publix, for example. Publix. Super I used to work supportive. for Publix. <laughs> there you go. They are wonderful. Publix is wonderful. So, oh. So you get the idea. We're kind of like... Let's bring everybody together. Let's not, you know, let's not look at all the differences we have. Let's bring everyone together, all these resources together for one goal. Okay. And to make Miami a stronger place. Two other things of United Way, just to drive that home. <laughs> you you mentioned uh, money, and then you mentioned mm-hmm. goods. What would be your suggestion? Uh, throw money at the problem or throw them goods? For what? What's, for what's the better the thing to do, uh, to, to give money or to give uh, goods? It's, it's up to you. If you have the capacity to give $1,000, right. go for it. Give $1,000. Or buy $1,000 worth used. of food. Well, what's better? Or buy a, a $1,000 worth of food and take it to one of these drop-off locations. But if you're a college student and you're like, dude, I have $5 to my name and I'm probably going to eat ramen for the, for the next week. Right. But you still want to help? We need volunteers. So if you go to yes. www.volunteermiami.org... <laughs> We have a database. I'm telling you, that's why I'm a grant writer. I'm great at showcasing what these wonderful people do. Yes, you are. Um, Miami, uh, VolunteerMiami.org has a collection of not only helping out with the Bahamas, but all of these other organizations set up their needs, their volunteer needs, there on this site. So if you want to you know, run in a 5K, you can find that. If you want to help little old people dance a rumba on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. You can do that because we do that as well. We help, we help aging. How can I say aging adults or, or older adults? Yes. We don't like to call them seniors, but you know, older adults to lead more productive and active lives. Yes. So they're not just sitting alone in a, in a condo somewhere. We, we provide food for them. That's one of the things that we do during the storms is go to the different, you know, elder housing locations and make sure that there's food and um, provisions for them for whatever they need. 
How We're sweet everywhere. is that? Doing a little Indiana bit of Jones. everything. You are doing a little bit of everything. <laughs> all right. So, all right. You, and that's got to make your heart feel good after being in the oh, corporate yeah. world. And and, oh, yeah. and now you're helping by, okay, that, now you help to distribute the money uh, with the grant writing. Well, what I do is I actually write grants for for our different programs, like the veterans, huh. like um, the aging adults, like financial stability programs for uh, women who are trying to leave um, dangerous home situations. Oh, that's important. So I try to find, I find the funding to be able to provide these services to these people and to even give them funds if they need them. So important. That is beautiful. All right. Talking to Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana yes. Jones Andy on Jones, the What yeah. Makes You Famous podcast. I never know where these are going to go, and I'm so glad I'm talking <laughs> to you and learning more about you. You, you all right, uh, straight from Queens, 12 years old uh, up in Queens, but parents came from Cuba. Oh, and, and dad's an accountant, mom's a teacher. Are they still around? My dad passed away about 20 years ago. Oh. My mom is uh, just turned 82. Yes. And she's one of, one of my biggest fans. She's so cute. Ah. She'll actually watch my channel. <laughs> She'll watch my different episodes over and over again. And I keep telling her, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> she wants my view viewership to go up. <laughs> and I keep telling her, it doesn't work that way. But she's so adorable. Oh, and I'm like, God. okay, whatever. Yeah, she just leave it on me. loop. Leave it on loop. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, yep. what is it with Cuban women? My my grandma's ninety years old and still going strong, still drives. I don't know. And out in the yeah, yard. Yeah, mine, mine too. Mine too. And she's like a whiz at like everything internet, and she's scary. <laughs> she's like it's really scary. She'll like go into it. And she goes, "Did you pay your taxes yet?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, mom, could you please? <laughs> your taxes are due. I already <laughs> see them." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> thank you." <laughs> Not me. <laughs> mom i'm grown i'm grown mom yeah oh yeah if i oh, yeah. if i go home uh, mommy mommy stop feeding me mommy and this is my grandma mm -hmm. you know mom mama mm -hmm. hold me down while mommy feeds me so yeah it, yep. it, it, it's a thing man i love it i love it yeah. family is very important and you're you've very, grown two very, boys very and you okay yes. so you you got one out in the world what's he doing no. Well, he's quasi out in the world. Well, my eldest, Ethan, he studied. He wanted to go on a different path. He actually went to a magnet school for engineering and decided to become a watchmaker. So he cool. went to the Nicholas, Nicholas Hayek Swiss Watchmaking School. Yes, that's the name of it. That's precision and, um, Yeah. And he actually was one of the youngest students to finish the program. And he was then hired by Swatch Corporation. Come on. That's fantastic. But I know, right? Like, How many swatches right out, did right I out. have in the 80s? <laughs> right? But you, do you know that Swatch actually is this big, huge conglomerate that owns a whole bunch of other huge watch companies? I think I may have heard like, that on NPR. Yeah. Uh, How I made this. Yeah. Uh, How I built this. Yeah. A fantastic yep. company. So now oh, he's my looking, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's looking to go into the retail side because that's where they make their real money. You know, you can imagine. Okay. And very enterprising young Luke, man. Good. Very enterprising. My youngest, Luke, is in high school. He's in a magnet program for film production, but he wants to become a music producer. Do it. 
or Dude, sound engineer. I talked to mm-hmm. a lady on oh, this yeah. podcast, uh, Miosha. Uh, oh, I can't. Oh, yeah. It was it Brown. No, okay. But uh, she started out doing music videos, uh, and wow. and, and now, now she's a filmmaker. So yeah, start Excellent. out with music videos on the beach in Miami. Of course, that's awesome. That's the spot. You, can I ask you a question? How Please. did you find me? Oh, on on the on it, on Instagram. <laughs> it's it, it, you seem Which very interesting, and you're pretty cool. I said I, I want to talk to this lady. That sounds great. Cool. Well, great. I'm so happy. Yeah. And I I'm hope so other happy. people find you. Everybody look for Indiana Jones. And I'll, I'll did definitely you check put, out my channel. I did. And I, the, the yes. best I, the, you're it's very professional. I'm looking at your your um, your promo that you have right on top. Uh, who did that for you? Did, did you do that yourself? Well, so, OK, so there's some things that I do by myself when I when I just like, OK, I'm bored. Let me let me go live on YouTube and make something. That's pretty much what I do. Yes. But I do have scheduled um, productions where I work with, guess what? All the independent filmmakers that we've become friends. And I'm like, yes. hey, I want to make I want to make a video. So um, all the costumes and set designs, all of those are pretty much made by me. Uh-huh. And um so I'll come up with, oh, let's do Hocus Pocus for Halloween, or let's do Tony Montana for Father's Day, or <laughs> Aliens for Easter. Everybody's like, why did you pick Aliens for Easter? I'm like, okay, number one, they have a, a movie called The Resurrection, and number two, they have eggs. So what, you know, Aliens. <laughs> and it's my favorite movie. And I, said, I like I how you aliens, got there. So. I like exactly yeah. how you got there. <laughs> and it, it's exactly it. And then, you know, for Mother's Day, absolutely fabulous, because, I mean, Edwina Monsoon is one of the best mothers ever. <laughs> so, so I just, like I said, I love, I love the, the movies that I portray. As, as much as I can and try to find other people that are just as enthusiastic. Oh, just looking me, at so. your hocus pocus. Who, who were the two other people? Cause it looked like I was watching the movie. <laughs> so uh, Alina, is, 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 I can't say her name. She's a beautiful Russian actress, just gorgeous. And then the other one is Anna Maria and, um, playing Mary and Sarah, but they were so adorable. The only problem I have is I do those productions. Like all those sets are designed here in my house. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and so my neighbors have gotten used to the fact that I have weird people here at my house all the time because they were dancing around in the front of my house because they were so happy with their costumes. They like loved them because I put it together. And so they're dancing around being themselves and I'm screaming out, Sisters! you know, like, <laughs> Get in here! We got to film, and uh, yeah, you're scaring and the usually neighbors. Happens. People come, yeah, people come, and they just you put somebody in, in the right costume, and they get into that. Same thing with aliens. Uh, that was Christina Rodriguez. She was an ex-cop. She's the one with the headband on, right? Yes, she's playing Vasque, Vasque, Vasquez. Yes. Vasquez. And it was so funny because she's like, you actually got the thing with the gun? And I'm like, yeah, I actually did. I put that together. She she was going around my house. I was like, okay, my gosh. She's like, Rambo meets the Predator meets the Aliens. (laughs) Too funny. She had so much fun. So what was the first production that you did? And and who was involved? Who was the the director and the the, the film operator and the boom man and Oh, give shout outs <laughs> well, if you can. All one person. All what? one person. So the first the first episode was me and you can go into my Halloween one. It was the first episode and I tried to make it like 
a 21 minute, you know, half an hour show that you would watch on TV. Cause I thought, Oh, I could tell this, you know, but no, that never happened. Yeah. Yeah. So Anthony Dons, Anthony Dons was the director, filmmaker, editor, everything. Shout out. And I made the sets and the costumes. My children were my co-stars because I just started doing this and I was like, okay, come here. You're going to play Igor. You're going to play this. Just yeah. don't. Do I have to say anything? Don't just don't say anything. I'll take care of the rest of it. And, um, yeah, and now Anthony Dons actually has a horror film called A Doll for Edgar, and cool. it's out there in all these horror film fests right now. It's a short film, but it's really creepy. Did you get really to be a part creepy. of that? No, I oh. didn't. I was supposed to make the doll, oh. but he, he filmed it in another city, okay. and I couldn't get up there. Okay. So. Hey, that's good. That's it's, it's good that people that you're working with are progressing and getting better, and that's oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the others, and then I have to mention um, my other filmmakers, Jonathan Vargas, who I adore. He is like my nephew from another mother. I don't know what you call it, but he is <laughs> wonderful. And I've been in at least four or five of his productions. The last one is called, um, Oh gosh, I can't remember it. It's a horror film. I get to kill people. What? That was fun. Yeah. And that one was fun. <laughs> I get to kill people and feed them to my handicapped son. What people don't understand is my handicapped son happens to be a zombie. That's why he's handicapped. Ooh. Can't run as fast as the other boys. Right. Yeah. It's very interesting. And then, but I'm in another dark comedy called Side Effects, where I play a mad scientist who creates the drug that actually makes people into zombies. Uh, I want to see these films. Where where, where do I see them? (laughs) Go to any Joe, go to Indie, I-N-D-I-E, A-N-N-I-E, J-O-N-E-S, YouTube. Go to my acting uh, playlist, and there's a couple of them that you can see there. That's fantastic. Short films. I'll be doing it. I'll be doing it. Yeah. Uh, two other people I have to mention. The Alfonso Brothers. Yes. And they're from Alfonso Brothers. Oh, and Jonathan Vargas has Sinistreak Productions. Alfonso Brothers, they have Alfonso Productions. And then Christopher Stoltz, who also played Lurch in the Adams Family episode. Come on. Um, and, tall guy. And, then. Yeah. <laughs> tall guy. Yes. <laughs> and his, and I can't remember the name of his production company. It's Alien something or other. Oh, oh, I can't remember now. No, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, if you want to so, send me all the links, I'll put them on the on the show yes, notes for sure. Yes. But oh, yes. that's fantastic that you get to work with all yes. these people. I mean, I, yes, oh, yeah. my, my my main thing was radio, and and you're getting all this film and 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 television experience, even though it's not necessarily television it, you're showing that if you have something that you want to create and nobody wants yes. to back you up put it out there put it on youtube because creators want to yeah. create you know the, yes okay yeah. you you want to get paid you want to make some money but if but you have the desire just do yeah, it yeah if you had yeah, the desire to it. put it out there do it and speaking of TV, I am now What's using Bonjour America TV Studios. So I've done three productions there Where's for a that? channel. <laughs> yeah. Where's that? It's there. It's, it's on my channel. Well, we just use their studio too because it's a French studio. So oh. it's like I don't speak French. <laughs> so I just use their studio. I just use their studio every so often to do my show, you know. It's like, okay, let me do my episode here. How did you get involved with Bonjour uh, Entertainment and Bonjour Studios? Because I was at, okay, here, here's the roundabout way. Okay, so take first, <laughs> first, I was in a movie called Interview with Marilyn. Uh-huh. And I play, and I play a barfly called Sherry, who says that Marilyn looks more like 
Greta Garbo than Marilyn, but anyway, anyway, so the director of that film liked me so much, he's like, I want to put you in a steampunk film, so he puts me in a steampunk film, the producer of that steampunk film happens to be the owners of Bonshore America TV Studios in, in, in Little Havana, I'm serious, it's on 8th Street and 10th Avenue, it's like the heart of Little Havana, yeah, behind a Goodwill, that's where my studio is now, so... But, you know, that's how you do it's connections. It's just connections. That's fantastic. So from steampunk to this, you know, Maryland steampunk to this. There you go. Uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> Indy Annie Jones. Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Miami. Oh, I love it. You're taking me back home. You're making yep. me homesick right now. And, and oh, just mentioning Oh, just. Oh, wait. Do you, do you want to freak out a little more? Do you know the Cuban abuela, Jenny Lorenzo? Who? The Cuban abuela. She's the one that does all those funny videos. Yeah. Yes. Jenny Lorenzo. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've heard of it, but go ahead. Okay. Go go to my playlist called The Cuban Abuelas, uh-huh. and you'll see the two of us together. She started that here in Miami. How about together, that? Together. I'm we, looking We right did a couple now. of episodes. Yeah. Look we at did a couple you. of cooking episodes. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. It's okay. <laughs> you, 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 all right. There you, I'm so giddy. I, I'm smiling. I'm laughing over here. I'm having a good time with Me you, Indy Annie Jones. And now, um, I love it. Do you do you have an IMDb page by any chance? I do, but here's the thing: I can't use Annie Jones because there's an Australian actress called Annie Jones. Okay, so who so are you? you? You go under Ana Margarita Jones because let's just screw up with the name Jones anyway. <laughs> Ana Margarita Jones. You'll find it there on IMDb. Anna Margarita Jones, A N N A Jones, A N A. Oh, chico guano man, A N A. Hey, you know I know the, the Americans put in the extra A. <laughs> yeah, they put in the extra N. That's yeah, that's the English way. No, Anna, Anna Margarita Jones. Oh, that's fantastic. Anna Margarita, Senora Jones, and I'm like, I love going to Pasture with my mom. Oh yeah. Pero la Senora Jones, yeah, Jones. of course I am. Yeah, that's me, Jones. <laughs> Jones, I got all the Jones in the world here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you make me laugh, kid. You make me laugh. Oh, that's fantastic. There you are, right there, Anna Margarita Jones. You found me. Oh Yay. yeah. Oh, definitely putting that in the show notes as well. Let the people know oh, all no. about you. Oh. There you go. Uh, so okay you, 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 okay i'm going through some of the names here and i'm i'm seeing some questionable names but uh they look like a lot of fun a lot of a lot of independent films oh i know which one you're talking about i only did a voiceover for that one. Oh, that's fine with the that's, kitty cat that's kitty fine cat. but uh go right? okay. th- well go through them and neuro tell me about neuro 2015 oh neuro okay so neuro this is interesting so i don't have you ever heard of a film race no Okay, so film racing. Let's go through film racing. Please. Film racing is when you are given a topic, a uh, character name, um, uh, a prop, uh, a, a, you know, a, a theme, or um, what do they call it, a genre, and you have to make a film within 24 to 48 hours. Oh. And that means, like, writing it, filming it, finding the actors, you know, editing it, getting the music, everything, within good. 24 or 48 hours. So I've been in... 24-hour film races. But during Neuro, I was actually in three different teams, oh. believe it or not. <laughs> I'm believing Within it. 48 hours. <clears throat> Within 48 hours. I am the most energetic 51-year-old you'll ever meet, I think. <laughs> I don't it. know where I get it from. Dig it. And I have a slow metabolism. Go figure. Anyway. Do not slow down. 
I'm 50. I do not. I can kick, I can stretch, and kick. There you go. I'm oh, my 50. God. I love her. I'm 50 years old. I love her. 50 okay. years old. I've been waiting so, so long Nero, to do that. <laughs> Nero was a very interesting... I was. I played a TV producer where this woman is interviewing this gentleman who came up with this product called Neuro. It's an app. Yes. It's kind of like the Google Vision glasses, but they're contact lenses. The oh. problem is that the app had an issue. Oh, where the contact lens kind of melded with your brain and it started, it started having its own artificial intelligence and trying to control the wearer of the contact. I think that's very prophetic. I think it's happening. It is. (laughs) It is. (laughs) I think Elon Musk wants a chip in his brain and he wants us all to have one too. (laughs) So that was neuro. Ask me another one. I love this. Like, I remember all the films I was in. (laughs) No, keep going. Love and Hostages, 2016. You were the wedding guest. I was a wedding guest. I was also, I was in two different, um, two different scenes. I was actually supposed to play the mom of the main character, but they said I I look too young and I'm like, oh, baby, I'm sorry. You are way too young. They said I I look too young to have a 30 year old. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll take it that way. I could but, be uh, older. Um, yeah. I could be older. Love it. I could be older, yeah. <laughs> Love and Hostages is basically a very cute romantic comedy, and I think it's available on Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And um, it's a very cute uh, romantic comedy where there is a girl who's desperate and a boy who's also desperate. They both have issues with their siblings, and a wild night out, they just met up at a bar, you know, one night stand, or so they thought. And then there's a lockdown in her apartment building because there's a shooter gone crazy. So they're stuck together in an apartment for like 24 hours when they never really wanted to see each other after the light of day. It was very interesting. (laughs) Very cute. (laughs) Look it up, people. (laughs) Okay. Let's let's go further. Let's go further. Um, Go for it. uh, Yes. Yes. More. Uh, Let's see. Gabby's Revenge. Gabby's Revenge. Gabby's Revenge. Wow, 2016 was, was a good by, year. Yeah, I was busy. Yes, <laughs> I haven't done much this year. I gotta get. I gotta get on it. So that was a Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan Vargas. Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan Vargas and um, Cinefreak Productions. He cast me as Gabby's mom, and Gabby was an ex um, veteran. Came back and found out that mobsters had killed her sister. So. No. Gabby was going to take her revenge. Yes. There you go. Wow. There you go. Good production. <laughs> and then you have nothing but ants. Uh, of, oh, with, that's with a good mom. one. In 2016. That's again. where I was. That was, I was a neurotic. That was Alfredo Albuanza. And he, it was an interesting topic that he chose. And it was about shooters, about these, you know, what happened recently, all these, Mm-hmm. You know, guys that go out and just shoot people. He was the son of a neurotic mother who was ignoring him. He was, you know, isolated and kind of a loner. And he just lost his mind. And he saw that people were nothing but ants. You know, so, I, I've heard things like if aliens came down, a, a, would we be just ants to them? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. by the time that uh, any any. Uh, uh, advanced civilization or advanced entity could come to this planet they have to be tens of times hundreds of times smarter than us and and more advanced than us so yeah and you know what the sad thing is what you know what the sad thing is i have a theory okay this is a weird theory but i like it 
I think that that advanced alien race is actually us in the future. Is and it? we come back and we're like, oh, let's just tear this place apart. This, it's not even worth saving this this world. I, I think the human race will survive. Uh, you know, I, I watch so I watch enough Doctor Who to know. Yeah, oh my I, god! I, I believe in that. Did that, you see my Doctor Who episode? Please tell me you saw my Doctor Who episode. Well, who, who's, Doctor who's, who episode. who's who? Were you in? I am. Well, I play Jody. Jody, what's her name? I forgot her name. But I have a, a, a British actor, Francis Allen, who plays uh, Capaldi. Yeah, and I, I have, have been. I found. I found a TARDIS. Where would a TARDIS be in Miami? And, and, Hialeah. <laughs> in the back of a warehouse Hialeah. of yeah. Hialeah, yeah. we find there is a TARDIS there. Oh, I find it for you in Hialeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's from China, but, you know, it's there in Hialeah. Oh, that's But, yeah, beautiful. it was a fully functional with lights and everything. Uh, you Hardest. can't say fully functional. It, it, yeah, well, it wasn't bigger on the inside. Or, as one of them yeah. said, smaller on the inside. Or no, smaller oh, on the outside, right? Wasn't smaller it? on the outside. Yeah. There you go. I can't remember. Was it there Donna that said, oh, it's smaller on the outside? Oh, I've never heard of yes, it that way. Yes, it was Donna. She was <laughs> one of my favorite ones. Oh, she, Dr. Donna. I can't Donna believe was... you're a Doctor Who. Yeah. Child, we have so much in common. Oh. I cannot believe that you love Doctor Who. Nerd. Look at that. What a little nerd you are. <laughs> little, little, little geek. Yes, it's, it's very in. It's very chic now. Yeah. Oh, ever since the Revenge of the Nerds. Are you kidding me? Uh, the eighties, baby. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, I know we went off on a little tangent, and you said nothing but ants uh, and the and the, the shootings. I, I think they're they're trying yeah. to ban assault rifles. Any ideas on yes. that? Thoughts? I mean, yeah, I, those things. You know, I understand people with their rights and all this stuff, but people, let's be realistic. There are certain weapons that really should not be in the hands of the public. I'm with you. And yes, people people are going to find a way, but if you make it less readily available, you know? Yeah. And it's the issue that we should be really looking at is mental health. Yeah. We have too many broken people out there, and they are desperate, and they are crying for help, and we're not listening. And now we're back to the United Way. And we're back to the United Way, where we do listen. <laughs> That's fantastic. There you go. Oh, <laughs> Indy Annie Jones. And, and now the, uh, is that the, the real name, Anna Margarita Jones? Is that what you, you go by? Or Yeah, Anna Margarita Jones. I, I kept my ex's, uh, uh, I, I kept his name okay. because I kept his children. Yeah, so, yeah. Know, no, it'd be kind of confusing. It's and confusing to the kids. But like in, my, in Miami, I'm exotic. Of course. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Jones. Of course. <gasps> so exotic. <laughs> and, of course, my mother, my mother was very insulted that I didn't do the Cuban thing Aww. or the Spanish thing and to keep my maiden name. Yeah. And I was like, I, my maiden name is Ray. I'm not going to be Annie Ray Jones. Yeah, no, I have way no. too many names if I, if I really went to it. There you go. <laughs> but Annie, Annie, Annie Ray would be a little too, too country. Two Tennessee. <laughs> no, you're not in the music. You're not in the music scene. You're in the film. Andy Ray, Andy Ray. We got Andy Ray. <laughs> Andy Ray Jones. All right. Andy Ray. We're in 2016 still. Lovely thoughts going through the film of Indie Annie Jones. Oh my gosh, you're going through the whole filmography. Why Lovely not? There's, hey, there's not that many, and and they're great. They sound great. It, it, On yeah. IMDb, they're not. Um, Lovely thoughts is actually about um, my daughter who gets killed by her boyfriend. 
paranoid schizophrenic believes he is being chased by two men. During his escape, his car breaks down and he is rescued. He is rescued by two people with the intention. Ooh, okay. Oh, I got I got confused. I'm sorry. That's lovely thoughts. Okay, yeah, there I, I play a store owner. Okay. At Rob's, uh, Robert is here. If you remember, Robert is here. That's that was one of the locations that we saw. I at. lived in Homestead, right down the street. There you go. That was the Robert's go. fruit stand. It was my favorite, man. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we filmed the oh, whole Florida day City. That's I guess. I, I guess officially it's Florida City, right? Yes. If, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got, I got my my movies confused. Oh my gosh! No, I, it's so many. They really. I mean, I said there wasn't that many, but there are enough. And and you remember the people that you work with. That says a lot about you. Is that you? You develop yeah. these relationships with these coworkers, and they become mm-hmm. long lasting, and that's fantastic. Well, I don't consider them coworkers. We're all artists, right. and it's like it's amazing because, like. You know, you just start, you meet somebody and then you're like, oh my gosh, I know somebody. When somebody's talking to you about their film, oh, I know somebody that's perfect for that character. And then you get them involved. And all of a sudden it's like this big family. And it's hilarious when it's like, like right now we're going to be working on the full version of Side Effects. And I was commenting to Jonathan. I was like, because it was a short film. He won so many awards for that film. We decided to make it a long version. And the, one of the guys that's going to be in there is uh, in the film he, he, that he cast that he didn't know, know that. I was like, did you know he played my pimp in this other film? And he goes, get out. I was like, no, <laughs> he played my So, yeah, it's like, that, or, you know, I'll be like, I'll have somebody as my husband in one film. And then it's like, you know, and then his, I meet the girlfriend and he, she goes, do you know that you were like with my husband, with my boyfriend as your husband? I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I get that. Well, and then you, you see a lot of productions that use the same actors a, a, in in different characters, and that is yeah. the reason is you start to develop these relationships, and it's people exactly. helping people. Now, the, the other side of it is that, yes, there's a lot of cutthroat to it, and I'm glad that you're mm-hmm. the type of person that is that would help people along. Hey, I know somebody who's perfect oh, for that. Yeah. Let me get him another oh, job. Yeah. Let me get her another job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, a lot of these indie films do not pay a lot. It's like, oh, here, course, you know, yeah. you're going to get food and a real time. But you know what? It's it's the experience. Yes. My classroom is working with these student, you know, student filmmakers. And it's been wonderful because they really have helped me expand. I think more than, you know, I wasn't an actress before. I, I was, like I said, just a mom. Yes. But they allowed me to explore and, you know, here, be a homeless woman. Go sit on the... <laughs> And it's wait, hilarious note, by the way, side note. Please. So, so I was working for Big Brothers Big Sisters when I got cast to be a homeless woman for a video for United Way. Oh. And I was like, wait, I can't do that because I'm working for this nonprofit. I think this would be, I said, oh, call my friend Christina. So she's in the video playing a homeless woman because obviously we weren't, weren't, wouldn't use a real homeless person. Uh, for a video but but a character study you have plenty uh sadly you do yeah yeah i do i do very sadly so wow but yes it's always good to help i think you know the only person the the way i see it especially in the arts and this to any actors that are listening out there please do not compete against anyone the only competition you have is yourself right are you bringing your best self to that audition that will really stand out. You're not competing against the other people because you don't know what that casting director is going to hone on in upon. 
You know, one time I wasn't selected because they didn't, they didn't want somebody with green eyes. They said, no, we really don't want anybody with green eyes. And I'm like, all right, well, I give me contact lenses or something, but... That's just it's That's not the interesting they want. thing about the entertainment business. And if you watch the the news, you'll see different ethnic people on on the news. Okay, there's a white guy, mm-hmm. there's an Asian girl, there's a blonde, there's a redhead, and and, and the the entertainment business is probably the only place that I know of that you could discriminate like that, and it's completely legal. Yes. And people will be like, yeah, that happens. Yeah. I fired him because he was too fat or too skinny or his teeth were funny yeah. or, or something. Yeah. You know, or yeah. he, he refused to cut his hair that, that the proper way. Yeah. It's, exactly. Well, it's funny because I get discriminated all the time because I'm a white Latina. I'm a white, <laughs> blue-eyed Hispanic. Yeah. And God forbid I don't look like Sofia Vergara and I don't sound like her. So <laughs> when I go to a casting and they're looking for a Latina and they're like, oh, no, you're not. And I'm like, I am Hispanic. Right. I said, you're the one that's making us look like this or that or the other. First of all, Hispanic is not a race. Right. It's, right. Uh, you know, it's just a heritage. Right. We're, there's Chinese Hispanics and black Hispanics and, you know, all time, not Chinese, but Asian. I shouldn't say Chinese. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you know what I mean. No, it's, the, all it, types. It, it's what people have come to know as a stereotype. Yeah, my, my brother's blonde hair with freckles. It, yeah. And he's half Cuban yeah. like me, you know? I, I mean, I, I exactly. guess I, I may look more like the stereotypical Cuban, but I still pass for a white guy for most most yeah. of my life, you know? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I am third generation. The blood is thinning, and I'm getting into the melting pot with everybody else, and I enjoy it. There you uh, go. Come on We're into all, the melting yes. pot. <laughs> The, the more the more mixture, the more beautiful we become. Actually. Oh yeah, we'll all be brown eventually. <laughs> just just one, <laughs> one shade or another. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Inside so, or out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Illume the movie legal office receptionist, two thousand six. Oh yeah, that was like a last minute thing. Illume the movie is actually about bullying, so I wanted to partake in that because I was bullied, so I wanted to. Oh. Be a part of that. Well, tell me just how, because of the theme. Yeah, how how so was the bullying, and when was that? It was only in, in New York, or was it when you came here? No, to Miami? you said something it was about in it. Miami. Yeah. Well, we were, were bullied. We were bullied in New York when we first got there because we were the first sticks on the on the block. Right. So they they treated us like crap, and then they got to know us, and then they loved us, and then when we left Miami, they were all in tears and crying. And it was hilarious. I know. Um, still in touch with some of those people up there. Yeah. And um the kids but are cool. no, the real bad the real bad bullying happened here in Catholic school. Huh. Anyway, not to say nothing nothing bad about the school or, or the teachers. Right. But yeah, the kids were just like I was a new kid and I wasn't a follower and I wasn't about, you know, wearing the Jordash jeans and the Nike sneakers and stuff. So. Oh, I begged mom for eleven dollar uh, Converse from Jay Byron's. There you go. Mom, it's just there eleven dollars. No, we're going to uh, we're going to Win Dixie, three dollar bobos. They're in the bin. No, honey. I got I got the shoes from Zares, okay? Forget James and James and James. That was that was like Jordan Marsh or whatever it was called now. That was way above No no no. We went to Zaire. Zaire. Zaire's <laughs> For those that are listening, this is the new walking tour of Miami. Uh, everything that yeah. we mentioned, you, you're going to take a walk through those. Oh, yeah. In the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> you have to walk through in the 80s. That's right. You have to get a yeah. time machine first and go to Jay Byron's. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Byron's, Jordan Marsh, <laughs> Jordan and, Marsh. and Titan. <laughs> Jordan, and Lurias. Oh, my goodness. Lur- I, yeah. I think I bought a ring at Lurias. Yeah. <laughs> Lurias and Service Merchandise. All those stores. They're all gone now. Oh. Bourdain's. 
They're all gone. Burda. <laughs> Burdinus, that's Bur- gone. <laughs> oh, don't fancy it up. It's Burdines. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you know, it, it was a regular type of um, bullying. But one thing I've learned. So what is a regular type of bullying? bullying in well, the 80s? I don't know. Like, like they would in the 80s, they would pull my hair. They would okay. say my hair was greasy. They would say I was a nerd. They would... You know, they would call me things. They would take my lunchbox. It was oh. it was a daily torment. It was fine. I got you. Know, you know, you know what it is is you get to used to a weird normal. Yeah. Until I got to high school, I was like, wow, I can make friends. Okay. Yeah, and I, mean, I usually really the, trust the boys everybody. that that don't know any better. They kick the car- girls in the shins, call them a duty head. That means they like them. Yeah. Don't like me yeah. so much. Back then. Back then. Back then. Yes. But not anymore. But, um, yeah, I don't know if the boys liked me or not. They were all mean to me. Everybody was like, it was very hard. It was very hard on me. And there were other issues going on at home. And it was, you know, transition from New York to Miami. It was a lot of things. But, I mean, at this point, was was your mom and dad, were they doing stuff in in the field that they were uh, trained in? Were they, you know, with the accounting and the teaching? Or were they yeah, my dad job? became yeah, my dad became a vice president for a development corporation when the development was big back in the eighties in Miami. Go dad. And my mom was a realtor, so it Yay, worked. Hey, go mom! Yeah, That's fantastic. No, they did well. They did well. We were just very thrifty and stuff because you know life, whatever. And um, and I wasn't into name brands and stuff. And that was so eighties back 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 then. You know. Oh yeah. And girls going to the big five club and stuff. So I wasn't part of that societal thing so so that's fine you know i was my own person and i think that's the most important thing so i'm sure you had your group of friends no uh very small okay and i you know i had to be careful because they had they had to be careful because i didn't want them to get picked on so i hung out with the nuns i had lunch with you know sister sister assumed and sister mary margaret you know (laughs) they're cool and you were gonna say i'm sorry oh that i was gonna say one of the things that helped me like, that was fifth and sixth grade. By seventh grade, I wised up. And I said, you know, I can't tell my parents because it just gets me picked on even more. I can't tell the teachers because it gets pick- me picked on. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Right. A lot of kids won't tell you because it just makes issues worse. If parents go to talk to the teachers and the teachers talk to the parents and it gets back to the kids. And then the kids take it out on you. So You're so right. So You're one so thing right. I've learned is people don't mess with crazy. <laughs> And you don't have to do a thing. It's the insinuation that you're crazy. And I guess that's why I started acting. So, like, for example, you know, they would take my lunch and they would smash it or step on it or put dirt in it or whatever, you know. So, one day I was, you know, all the lunch boxes were, were there waiting, you know, at the, I guess, at the cubbies. And I had gotten to the room earlier, so I took all the lunch boxes up and put them on top of the cubbies. And they were all freaking out. What were you doing with the lunch boxes? It's like, nothing, nothing, nothing. I wasn't doing anything. Then when they went to lunch and they started eating, I was just looking at them with this face of horror, like, you don't taste it? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, and they just looked at me like I had poisoned them and, you know, <laughs> spit it out. They were throwing up. The teacher was asking me if I had poisoned them. I said, I didn't do a thing. Try any one of the sandwiches. And, of course, I hadn't done anything. Right. But it was the insinuation of something they didn't know. And I guess that's where acting started. And after that, they stopped picking on me so much because they realized she's capable, because of everything we've done to her, she's capable of almost anything. And sadly, that's where a lot of these shooters are coming from is desperation, desperate loneliness, desperate, and they want control back. 
And, you know, not that I feel sorry for them, but I do because they're children, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A little warped, a little warped. You but, know. you know, if you don't have the right basis, uh, so anyway, <sighs> that's so that's my one. foray into, into bullying. Yeah. That's it. And well, after that, it was fine. All right, kids, don't bully. <laughs> treat everybody don't like, bully. yeah, treat everybody right, man. Just, uh, yeah. Because yeah, eventually they're all going to grow up and you're going to have to deal with them. <laughs> you're going to have to well, be. Well, not only that, but school is your first teaching in humanity. Yes. And if you learn to be good to each other, imagine the adults that you become. And the world that you can create. So stop bullying, guys. Stop it. <laughs> I hear about kids committing. No, it's really sad when you see these kids committing suicide because oh, yeah. they've been told that they're worthless and they're disgusting and they're this. And why don't you go kill yourself? And it's like, yeah. you know, these children have to learn that their words have consequences, not just by making someone cry and making someone feel bad, but by truly damaging someone in their psyche and in their heart and in their soul. So be good. Say good things. Lift yeah. each other up. Don't yeah. be con- don't compete against each other. Compete against your best self. Good words, Indiana <laughs> Jones and Yay. Margarita Jones. Oh, Yay. I'm having uh, <laughs> hanging out on the What Makes You Famous podcast. You're in Miami, Florida, my hometown, and I'm in Conway, Arkansas. Wishing probably I was in my hometown. I'm, I, I, I miss the beach. You know, I hear Conway. I hear Arkansas is a really nice place it to live. Is that's how I got convinced to move here? Conway, Arkansas is go. built very well. Their their Conway core combines all your electric, your phone, your cable into one bill. It consolidates it, makes it a little less expensive to live here. A there lot less expensive there than Miami go. for sure. You know, maybe I have. And do you have kids? I do, do you have I do, I do. Ooh. Uh, one yeah, one thirteen that's that's with me and another uh twenty four that's in uh Gainesville at the uh Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just fantastic. Yeah, two girls. Two girls. And you got the two boys. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I got the two boys. And I'll tell you something, I was made to be a, a boy mama. I love having boys. I would have had five boys, six boys. I would have loved it. <laughs> Whole baseball team of boys. I love it. I, I guess I'm a little bit of a tomboy. Well, I like horror films and aliens yes. and Rambo and yes. you know. Oh, I'm watching like I'm watch. Come on, I watch JoJo and, and the Bizarre Adventure and the Golden Wind. Okay, you're like, what the heck? Yes, I watch Japanese anime. I have no idea what they're saying, and I can barely follow the okay. storyline. But it's cool. That was gonna. That was gonna be my next question. <laughs> subs or dubs? And obviously, it's subs. If you even yeah. have a sub at all. What do you mean? So, uh, subtitles or, or dubbed in English? Subtitled. Oh, never watch anything dubbed. You watch it subtitled, even if it's French or Japanese or German or whatever. I like to listen to the original intonations. I'm living in two different screens, so I, I don't have time to wa- to read on, while I'm watching the show. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it, though. I get it. I'm, I'm starting to get into my hero academia a little bit, uh, playing the, the video game um, that, that, that comes along with it on the Switch. And yeah, hey, the, the 13-year-old's getting me into it, and I'm very excited there about that. In now fact, all you need to go is you need to go to a comic book convention and then you got a cosplay. That's how you get into cosplay. I, I, I am <laughs> in the comic book conventions. I'm the DJ. <laughs> I I just but did do, the, you, do you cosplay? Yes. Do you dress up? I, I do an OC, <gasps> a, an original character. I, I I light up my suspenders and my my bow tie and put my my green hair on and I become Doctor What. 
Which you is, become Dr. What? Next? Yes, my radio station is What Radio, so I become Dr. Oh, what. It's my OC. Nice. Sometimes he has big white hair like Doc Brown in Back to the Future. Sometimes he has green yeah. hair like uh, uh, like uh, the Joker, you know, but uh, nice. Yeah, but he's always Dr. What. And yeah, I, I like that. My, yeah, my, I, my original character. I haven't cosplayed as a, as a known character. Really, I mean, I wear a superhero T-shirt here and there, and I have a lot of buttons from uh, Marvel and DC and and the eighties as well. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so continuing through your IMDb, Indy Annie Jones. Oh goodness! And, and, oh, here we go. Uh, Anna Margarita Jones, and and I'm excited. You you know so much about your films, and you still remember every, everything. I mean, just a, a little prompting here and there, but. Our Final Days Together Part 2. I didn't even know there was a okay. Part 1. Well, there's a Part 1, and then there's a Part 3, which we just, um, it's, it's about to be released, and I think he's waiting for Halloween because that's the horror film where I get to kill people. Yay! So, oh, um, this is a series. This is great. It's a series. But the thing is, the Part 3 is it's kind of like Star Wars, the way he did it. So he did Part 1, he did Part 2, and then Part 3 is actually a prequel to oh, Part 1 and 2. Okay. Because part one and two got so popular and everybody liked my character, they said, oh, we need to know more about her. I'm like, all right, fine. Okay, all right. It. I think you just spoiled it for me, that we need to know about your character. Uh, I don't think so Veronica fares very my well. <laughs> Veronica is the lady that's very welcoming. Uh-huh. Imagine it's, it's a zombie apocalypse sure. and a young woman appears at her door and she welcomes her in and she offers her soup and what have you. But, and she talks about her... Her her poor little handicapped child, her you know her poor son. I think his name was Stephen, and how he was handicapped, and how she, you know, has to do the best that she can to fend for both of them, and she can't leave him alone. And later on, you find out what's well, handicapped, but because he's, uh, you know, a zombie. So yeah, she chop, chops up people. She pulls them in with you know the sweetness of honey, and then kills them. But it's very ironic what happens to Veronica in the end. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And these are all productions in Miami. Yeah, all productions in Miami. How Some fantastic. of these are filmed in my home. How fantastic! How fantastic! Because I offer my home because you know that way they have it. You know the whole weekend if they need it the whole weekend, and I'll be making. It's hilarious if I'm not on set. I'm making cookies <laughs> and snacks. So, so you have uh, actors and and film st- crew all laying around in yeah. your house, uh, waiting oh, to, yeah. to film their stuff, uh, and you get yeah. them. Yeah, uh, yeah, soldiers uh, walking around half bloody. My son, my son actually played. My son Ethan. Yes, is the, the first one. ever teenage zombie that actually has braces on. Because oh, why not? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, they get bit too. Why not? <laughs> yeah, they, they get bit. Yeah. <laughs> So, and it was hilarious when he decided because he was all full zombie makeup and he was his part was done. Yes. So he just it was Christmas time. It was like a week or two before Christmas. So he decides to go caroling with a makeup artist door to door as a zombie. <laughs> and how did the uh, how did the neighborhood take that? Oh, they're used to it. You know, it's hilarious because I, no, no, it really is because it, like my friend will call me like at midnight. She's Annie, Annie, my neighbor. She's like Olga. She's like my best friend, my sister, what have you. Right. She's Annie, Annie, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? And she's like, there's a black van backed up to the front door, and these three guys, all dressed in black, are getting out of the car, and they're opening the back, and I'm like, that's a film crew. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're not gonna kill me. 
It's a film crew. She's like, oh, okay, I got it. All right. You know, imagine a black man or a white, I think it was a white man, just yes. packed up to my front door and every guy I've ever known on a film crew is always wearing black. I don't, you know. Just, I guess oh hides the sweat. I have no Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. black. Yeah, to hide yourself. And there's, you know, we'll have blood curdling. Yeah, blood curdling screams. I have a neighbor that's a, a cop. He's used to it. You know, if God forbid anybody ever attack me, they won't know if it's real or not because they've heard so many blood curdling screams. You know, I've had I have had to fake a cemetery on my front lawn. Oh my! Because, because the production company got thrown out of a of a real, you know, cemetery. And they said, Annie, you wouldn't happen to have tombstones, would you? And I said, do you want fake or, or real? <laughs> you know, said, yeah, I have real tombstones. Don't ask me why. There was a sale. If it's on sale or clearance or somebody gives it to me, I have a couple of you know, like, tombstones. Sure, I got a bunch right here. What do you need? <laughs> My mom stopped me from buying a coffin. She's like, no, that's enough. And I'm like, you never know. It's a you, coffin. You never know. It's 25 know. bucks. It could come in so handy. You know how many things I can fill with a coffin? Well, you're in the like, business. Stop. I mean, that's that's become a, a part of your life. I mean, you have your yeah. you have your Joe job that gives you your insurance and a, and a roof over your heads and yep. all that stuff. And, yep. and then you have your passion. Weekend. This is why I don't. This is why I don't have a boyfriend because I'm doing all this. That's all coming. <laughs> if you wanted you, you'll have it. And there's time well, for that. <laughs> he's got to accept. He's got to accept all all of this weirdness. Yeah, got to accept my weirdness as it is. Uh, he's got to accept that you were uh, Susie's it's mom. It's not going to be diluted. Uh, Susie's mom. Yeah. I'm in Pussy Kills 2017. Yes, that was that was just a voiceover, by the way. Oh, okay. All right. You had nothing to do with uh, with anything there. <laughs> no, no. I was just a voice on the. No, actually, I think they filmed me in the kitchen talking on the phone. Okay. You. Okay. All right. Hey, this so. is this is great. The, and these are all primarily in the horror genre. It, it, or they are, they're different they? kinds of films. No, they're different kind of films. They're different kind of films. Okay. I love the horror genre. I hate to say it. I hate to watch gory films, but I love to film them. Sure. They're so much fun. I have, I have to clean the blood off my walls, you know, a couple of times. Well, what it is, you know? is is an outlet, and, and it all goes to, together with the... With the the kids that are doing the shooting, they need an outlet, a different way to yeah. to express themselves. And if they can yeah. get into what you're doing, anyone with a with an iPhone in their pocket or or a, a smartphone, you can start filming. Yeah. Just have some fun. Go go out instead of actually doing the shooting up. Uh, pretend. Do you know? Make a little film out of it. Hey, this or, is what's or on or my get mind. Help or, or yeah. And if you need to get help, talk Absolutely. to someone. Exactly. Absolutely. Talk, talk to, someone. to someone. Don't. don't yeah. Don't, don't, don't you know, in. bottle everything up. Oh, yeah. And oh, don't yeah. go out and get a gun or anything like that. That doesn't solve anything. A yeah. public service message from Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I feel like I'm a role model. I'm a role model to young people. I feel like that. all. I've been asked to, to speak at, at schools oh, about Internet safety and YouTube safety. And, and I have to dress up as Maleficent because that's what they want. Of course. Of course. It's right there <laughs> yeah. on your header. You're there as yeah. Maleficent. And then as the other Maleficent one is, what is it? Uh, Chiquita Banana? Lucy. Lucy. No, Lucy. Ah, she looks like Carmen Miranda. She's got the maracas. Well, remember, <laughs> well, remember when Lucy was trying to make Ricky feel at home and she put on, Mama, okay, Mama, okay. remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have a Lucy episode. I have a Lucy yes, episode, she was, too. It was Lucy as Carmen Miranda. There you go. <laughs> so, so you were doing two. <laughs> 
There you fantastic. go. I have to do Carmen. I haven't done Carmen Miranda yet. I have to do more old oldie films. All right. Well, we're up in the 2017 with Dead Sale, Mrs. Ev- Evers. Oh, that one was great. Okay, so Dead Sale. I love that one. Uh-huh. I am a real estate agent who is showing this house of just these like two Mama. deadbeats that are. Yeah, just like my mom, exactly. And I have the red jacket and everything with the pin. And um, these two deadbeats are, are renting this home, and I'm there to show the home. And one of the deadbeats decided, you know, the mid-20s guy decided to have a rip-roaring party. This is a dark, you know, dark humor kind of film. And uh, unfortunately, one girl drank herself to death. Oh. And so... Well, I'm, that's why it's called Dead Sale. So while I'm trying to show the house to this prospective buyer who's just about to get married, is very lovely and delicate and feminine. These guys are, try- are running around from one room to the other to hide the body. They keep uh, trying to hide the body, and I show up, you know. And there's like, oh, it's hilarious. A la really weekend cute. at Bernie's. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, like it, I like it a lot. Uh, okay. Yep. All right. That was by Adam. That was by well, his name is Jack Kurarski. A lovely man. Love to work with him again anytime. And you're right. It was Adams' middle name, so I guess it goes by Adam sometimes? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's... Uh, see, and, and you Francisco remember. Francisco Ortega was a writer. Look at that. And Francisco yes. Ortega was a writer. You and remember. That's fantastic. Yeah, because I'm friends with them. It's like I'm still Facebook friends, and he actually helped me out with United Way last year. Francisco did, because I decided to have a Hollywood-themed like get-together and he came as addressed as Charlie Chaplin so that people can take pictures of Charlie Chaplin. And it all comes around. The people that you develop around. relationships with it, ha, exactly. help your community. The people in your backyard, you know, if everyone mm-hmm. swept their own porch, the whole world would be clean. Now, how, there you go. How great is this? Support each other. Of Support course, of there course. Uh, Aria, 2018, just last year. Just last year, that's the steampunk movie. Yes. I forgot what my name was. I forget. So that was by Agatino. You were the guide. I love Agatino. You were the guide. And I was the guide. I didn't have a name. And what it was was, so it's this this topic, future, ste- I don't get it yet. Steampunk thing, but it's beautiful. Steampunk oh, just the, thing. I'm looking at the, the poster and the, the costumes look beautiful. Yeah, yeah we're, it was steampunk and we filmed it at the... Um, uh, old railroad museum and yeah i still don't get it. it's a theme about like immigration and displacement and i don't know it's amazing and, how how you can tell a story about one thing and there's a message completely about another exactly. thing and if there exactly. if there was a cosplay that i did i think i've done steampunk i have the i have the glasses i have some light up glasses too that that are steampunky and and the the top hat i guess and then side effects that you're that you're now filming to become the full length side effects Uh, yes where i play crazy linda crazy linda uh are we allowed to say crazy linda i don't know is that a diagnosis is that proper i don't know i'm not very well they they call her crazy linda and she's one of the neighbors to um these two guys that are deadbeats not bad beats, not too bad, but they're just, they come up with the wrong things, uh, wrong, I don't know. And so <laughs> okay. she comes up with, she, she makes drugs for the heck of it. It's kind of like Breaking Bad. Sure, why not? But she really doesn't know what she's doing. Okay. So she comes up with, with weird drugs, and one of them actually turns people into like cannibals or zombies. But Yikes. now in Side Effects, the film, the full feature film, I don't know if it's going to be called More Side Effects or Worse Side Effects or... 
what have you. But actually, she comes up with a drug that makes people into zombies and vampires and um, werewolves and everything you can imagine, yes. you know. Oh. So, you know, the city's running around with, you know, zombies and vampires and werewolves. Oh, my. Action-packed, Annie. And I, I did catch the, the Wizard of Oz uh, uh, reference. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, my, and I did dress up like Linda as a good witch and, and as a cosplay once and uh, made the costume. How cool. <laughs> you are the good witch. Cats were pooping glitter for weeks. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Yes. Uh, be careful when you're cosplaying with glitter. It will yes. come up yes. all yes. for years. <laughs> hey, there's glitter still. What did, where'd that come from? The Circle, uh, 2018, yes. Nancy. Oh, okay. Hold on, my son. My mother keeps calling me. I'm sorry. So The Circle, this is interesting. This was with Wayne Wilde and Gabriella. Yes. Wayne Wilde, I met at one of the 48-hour film races, and his code name was Skittles, and I'll never forget him for that. But he also <laughs> helped me in one of my videos, and he played Harry Potter in one of my videos. That's so great. what it is, the circle is about um, Nancy is a kindly neighbor who's just helping these young people out who are trying to get away from these people that are actually trying to harvest body organs from them whoa but little do they know well little do they know it looks like you still have some things in production that have not been uh uh released i guess uh you've already went through the our final days part three our final days together but then you have camilla and hot date and breach and basketball friends forever mcclintock oh yeah comfort betrays I, I know we probably have to wrap this up. It looks like the kids and mom are trying to get a hold of you, but uh, maybe no, you could fine. say a few things about them. Um, uh, all of them. Okay, so uh, Comfort Betrays was pretty much, it was just a character. Um, so, okay, the young one of the young men that I, I can't remember his name right now. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. Um, one of the young men that I may, uh, met, met and made friends with during Dead Sales, one of the deadbeats, he wanted to explore characterization and Peter, one of the Peter characters Lou that he Marti, played the Peter Lou Peter Lou yes okay. yes I love him very good actor incredible actor he actually played a handicapped young man oh. son of a very wealthy woman who could care less about him and that's why it's called Comfort Betrays oh. um, yeah so it was very hard for me because I have you know you know my that's the thing is that you have to go outside of yourself to become to really be an actor I mean, for me to be cruel to somebody who's handicapped, that's like, oh my gosh, that's really, really cruel, but you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> okay, it's, it's so not you, it's a character. Indiana Jones, we really only spent a lot of time talking about the acting and maybe a little bit yeah. of touching about the cosplay. Uh, do you want to yeah. go into the crafting and the cooking or, or tell people yeah. a little bit about that? Or I mean, so, I yeah, got forever. Right? On- I go as long as you want. Yeah, <laughs> I can go as long as you want. Hey, hey, let's go. Hey, uh, let's go. Um, so, Indiana Jones, like I said, an amalgamation of everything I love. I've always been crafty. I've always been crafting. My house is always a mess because I'm always crafting. <laughs> um, but I'm extremely, like, I love to just create all the time. Like, I was creating this weekend while we were preparing for the hurricane. I was like, okay, I got to make something. I'm going to go nuts. Um, oh, yeah. Forget so, yeah, about if the you're. If, yeah, if you're tired of, of, you know, looking on YouTube and watching these women doing their, you know, Dollar Tree hauls and 
you know, crafting at their kitchen table. Nothing wrong with them. Love them. I watch a ton of them. That's what I love to watch. I love watching people making things and learning from, you know, different techniques and stuff. Yeah. But if you want something different, it's kind of like Martha Stewart meets Carol Burnett, where Carol mm-hmm. Burnett would dress, dress up as different characters and parody these characters. And so what I do is I'm bringing the love of everything together because and then I bring in actresses and cameramen and, so cool. you know, editors. I mean, one of, if you look at my Hocus Pocus video, yes. um, the the intro to that was actually created by a, a fan of mine, Sonny, who is in Scotland. Yay, and he Sonny. loves all things Disney. And he goes, please let me make an intro for you. And I said, hey, I'm doing Hocus Pocus. I love it. So he made the intro for me. See, that's fantastic so, about the Internet is that you can do you can meet people from all over the world and and, and interact oh, yeah. with them and create with them and that's what you've done yeah. and um, yeah i see yeah. the beetlejuice and then the hocus pocus and then the, the harry potter and yeah oh the the intro is great he and he did that for you thank you he did that for me yeah wow just because he wanted to be part you know he kept saying i want to be part of the show how can i everybody calls it a show it's so hilarious can it i be is. on your show and i'm like well, it's not like I'm a casting director. Yeah, what movie do you love? What movie do I love? Let's see if we can do it together. That's it. That's what it takes to get on Annie, Indiana Jones. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and and, what, and what he does it really take to wanted to be a part of it. What does it take to get on What Makes You Famous? Do you have a story to tell? Everybody has a story to tell. I love it. Tell your story. And I love the concept of your, your podcast as well. I got to listen to, <laughs> I don't know if I'm famous. No, I, no, no. It's, I uh, think I am. The station, the, the, <laughs> the radio station I run is Radio What? And it's what makes you famous. So you could read it both ways, like a double entendre, you know. So there you go. You know, you can ask the question, "What makes you famous?" And I've had somebody answer that. They they, they ran for about twenty twenty five minutes, and I said, "Okay." <laughs> he gave me a lot to unpack, and then there radio what makes you famous. So you're you'll be a little more famous than you were. And I, I think we have someone in in common, uh, a, a friend in common. Who? Um, Carrie, Carrie Fernandez. She is she is a, a real estate agent uh, there in Miami. Carrie Fernandez. Carrie Fernandez. Yeah, at least I I, I, I looked you up on on your Facebook, and we we, have, we have a mutual friend. I probably know her from high school, <laughs> and she Carrie was also Fernandez. on the podcast as well. So you can listen. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh, I got to look her up now. Well, she I has a lot of up. characters. That's so funny that you you. I mean, yes, Miami, seven million people. But uh, to to have two people in Miami that and she does a lot of characters. She she does a lot of Cuban men uh, with the sunglasses and uh, just yeah, she's real. I gotta real. look her. Up. Wait, now I don't know. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to place her face. I gotta look her up. If I see her face, I probably know her. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Because I do. I'm, I mean, the minute I work with somebody, it's like, what's your face, Facebook name? We are now connected. We are now. You know, <laughs> brothers and and acting or artistry or what have you. Indeed. So. But yeah. So okay, but, uh, but, crafting. But, I've always loved crafting, so right. I decided to put it on YouTube. That's fantastic. Now, what kind of crafts do you do? Because do I, like, I really didn't dig into all your crafts, but do you always do it in character? And what crafts do you do? So I try to do what I like to call fast, cheap, and easy. Kind right. of like my ex-husband's mistress. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Shots fired. You get. Uh, no, no, it's so, so funny. Anyway, no, 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 no. I, I say that just, I have to say it tongue-in-cheek because he actually came to me and told me that she watched and she was very insulted that I would say that. And I'm like, Aww. wait a minute, she watches my channel? Okay. <laughs> of course. The haters get a hate. 
Yeah, that's fine. But anyway, so I try to do crafts that are fast, cheap, and easy. So it's not like Martha Stewart where you have to get, like, you know, dye from India or something. You know, it's just using regular stuff that you have around the house or that you can get at Dollar Tree or Walmart and making something fun. And I love Halloween, so I have, like, a plethora of Halloween episodes. But I do try to dress up. I, I try to try to do productions all throughout the year. So, you know, for Thanksgiving last year, I did um, Game of Thrones because why not? I wanted to. And yes. it's my favorite show. Why not? And, you know, for New one. Year's Eve. I haven't seen one yet, full disclosure, but I'm aware that oh there is goodness. a show. Uh, it's a good show, except for the last season. It was a very good show. Oh, I'm sure it's very, great. Very I just don't have uh, the HBO. I, I have the, uh, oh. the Netflix, the Amazon, and the Hulu. And, and, and the but I, think it's on, I think you can see it on I think you can see it on something something's on because I don't know well I only take HBO like when it's on oh, and I got I, you. <laughs> you know it's like oh here for the two months that it's on paying for okay I'm done <laughs> and then you I'm know, out that kind of thing <laughs> then I'm out yeah exactly <laughs> but um you know and I did Mad Men for New Year's Eve because I thought you know how now cool that to one have I've Joan seen. yes Joan Holloway and, and Roger Sterling making cocktails for you why yeah. not? Yes. And why not? <laughs> and I love Joan Holloway because she's a full, full-figured woman, and so am I. So dig yeah. it, hubba. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, but I, I love I love making things. I love taking things, and you know, my ex used to say, "Oh, I could I could take like a newspaper and make a microwave out of it." He, he always was stunned at how I can just like. <laughs> Oh, we have an you know we have an evening event to go to. I was like, okay, wait a second, I can't find anything to wear. Wait a minute, give me a couple hours. Oh, I have an evening gown. And he was like, when did you make? How? What? You know, that MacGyvered thing, so. that thing. That's right. I'm a guy. I am a MacGyver. Like, yeah, <laughs> very much so. That's cool. Very much so. All right. So, yeah, what I kind love. of crafts, though? Uh, you know, the, they're cheap and easy. But what kind of crafts? Is it primarily costume building, or is it basket oh, weaving? No. No, 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 no. Like, it can be, like, anything you can make with a glue gun, I can help you with that. Ah. But, like, for example, for Easter, um, what did I do for Easter that was interesting? Oh, so for Easter, I found out, because I, I always love, like, these beautifully painted Easter eggs that people have all over the world. And I don't have that that skill. Yeah. And then I found out, because I was, like, watching a cooking show, and it was like, oh, they use egg whites to, like, glue, like, little flowers onto this cake. And I'm like, oh, I can use egg whites. So I decoupaged. Do you know what decoupage is? No. Explain a little bit. Okay, so decoupage is French for let's take paper and stick it on something else and make it pretty. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Dig it. So you can take, like, napkins, very thin napkins, very delicate and elegant little napkins with butterflies and flowers, and you can take a hard-boiled egg, a cold hard-boiled egg, put egg whites on it, and then put, like, these napkins on it and decorate it and make it look like you've painted these things, and they're just gorgeous, and it, you just literally slapped one thing on top of the other, and they're still edible. It's not like you put glue on it. <laughs> you know, you made an edible egg. But those kind of things, like just like fun stuff, like how to make slime for Halloween. How do I love making decorations for Halloween? How to take pages from a book and make a banner, you know, for Halloween, make it an antique looking banner. 
uh, vintage looking banner or how to make pumpkins or how to, I'm trying to think of things I've done, how to make an enchanted book, no, cutting I'm, out I'm, pages. I'm watching you make snowflakes uh, dressed up like a Christmas story with your friend there. This is fantastic. What am I making? Snowflakes? I guess you were making oh, gigantic snowflakes. Yes, out of paper bags. Did you see how beautiful that is? They out came of out paper so good. Bags. Christmas in July. Right? Fantastic. And that was at, at that was at Bonjour America TV Studios. Thank you very much. Oh. And that was with Odia Lina. Okay. The producer of the producer of the steampunk movie. See how it all comes together. It all comes Everything. around. It's uh, all comes around. Oh. It, this is good. This is good. I, I, I'm so glad you talked to me and you agreed to do this. In the I'm so Annie glad Jones. you reached out to me. Oh. I'm so glad you found me <laughs> in the Anna. recesses of, of Miami over here. Yes, in my little suburb house. You know, you made me homesick. I, you know, you're you're in West Kendall. That's uh, only a half hour away from the beach. Really, uh, everything is real close to the beach when you're in South Florida. Without traffic. Wait, 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 wait. Half yeah. an hour on the palm, traffic. On the Palmetto? It takes me an hour and a half. You take yeah. uh, 95? It takes me an hour and a half. And it takes me an hour and a half to get to Coral Gables to get to work every day. Oh. I, I travel three hours daily. I worked daily. at a radio station in, in Coral Gables. Uh, 80, uh, ah. uh, what was it? WVCG. Coral Gables, Florida. Ooh. Yeah. And ah. now now it's the voice of the people. I think it's a, or at least it was, the, the, uh, the, the people's. I can't remember. It was one of the Radio One stations when I left. Oh, uh, nice. They become Radio One, and that, I think they have uh, uh, Smiley and some of the other people there. But it used to be a station that was Spanish and Christian. So, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Very it, nice. Yeah, I worked oh, a lot of Oh, speaking of which, wait, because I can, I can go on tangents forever. Please, I used to be a, I used to be a youth minister in the, in the Catholic <laughs> Church, just to let you know. Okay. Used to be a youth minister. Loved it. Okay. Had so much fun. Worst thing I ever do, did was plan a college retreat in Key West during <laughs> Fantasy Fest. Well, yeah, 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 youth minister, do not it. go to Key West and Fantasy no. Fest. No, this is the wrong time to go. Don't do wrong it. time. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're all hung over for church on Sunday. Not smart. <laughs> That's right. Let me tell you, I got, I got famous. Everything. Like, oh man, you got to go to one of Annie's retreats. Oh yeah, man, you do. Really good uh, they come painted up and and borrachado. They were. Just... <laughs> Oh my gosh! No. Yeah, I know, I know. I had fun. I had fun. Yeah, so yeah. I was very involved in the Catholic Church at one time. Still, <laughs> still kind of, still, still kind. Of okay, all right. I, I was Catholic. Now I'm American. So you know, you grow. I guess you're Catholic. Now you're American. What? <laughs> I was Catholic. Now I'm American. So you you, you grow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What does Catholic and American have to do? Like. It's, it's so now you're, you're not a Cuban Catholic es, anymore. Es un it's ah, a, okay. It's a joke. A joke. Once you're Cuban, you're always Cuban. Once you're Catholic, it's still in there somewhere. I guess it's in there somewhere. <laughs> I've run it's the gambit. Buried. I, I've run the gambit religiously, but uh, yeah. There you go. Always searching. It's in there. <sighs> Indy Annie <laughs> Jones. Anna Margarita Jones. Look her up on IMDb. Look her up on YouTube. Any, any other place they you want them to connect with you? Facebook, I have an Indiana Jones page, and um, Instagram, I'm Indiana Jones 1, and in Pinterest, I'm Indiana Jones 1. Uh, yeah, anywhere, anywhere, please look for me, find me. 
watch, comment, subscribe if you want. I'm not about the numbers. I'm more about enjoying. And, you know, one of the greatest, I've only gotten one bad message on my YouTube. I have to tell you about it. I was told I have, yes, only one. And it was adorable because the person says, she has quite the attitude, doesn't she? And I'm like, thank you. Yes, I do. So, yeah, I thought it was adorable. But, and you were but able to I go ahead found, and shout that out on the very next video, weren't you? Yeah, no, and I was like, thank you. I did. I said, thank you so much. I appreciate the fact that you watched it. I'm sorry if I, if I don't have the right attitude that you would like. It's just how I am. That's how I was raised. That's how I am. And um, But another message that I received was so sweet. Um, it was from an elderly woman who was uh, homebound and that she would love to watch crafting, you know, videos, but that she really enjoyed, you know, my smiling face, my sincerity. And, you know, when you watch my videos, you notice that sometimes things don't go right because I go live. I'm like, I'm one take. We're done. I don't care how bad it turns out. I don't care. One if take it looks Jones. Like there she is. Yes. <laughs> If it looks like crap, I don't care. At least they learn, look, this is what it looks like on Pinterest. It's not true, okay? <laughs> you can't do this. This is impossible. Uh, um, but, you know, when you see when I burn myself with a glue gun, and it happens every time, I always burn myself with a glue gun. I, I burn myself so much, it's like I have no sensation at the tips of my fingers anymore. <laughs> but she was so sweet. She had commented on two separate videos thanking me about, you know, my laughter, my this, that it was very sincere and genuine. It's not like I'm trying, I, I don't try to be something I am. I'm just there, you know. If I'm being silly, I'm being silly. If I'm having fun with my co-stars, it's probably because I am having fun. Because everybody says, oh, it looks like so much fun. I said, yeah, because it is. It's just, it is. I'm talking to this one woman, Susan Prowler, if she hears this. <laughs> She's, you know, an older actress. Yes. And I told her, you know, my dream is to do a parody and I know it's already been done, but I want to do it again on Grey Gardens. And she would be so adorable as older Edie, as big Edie. And I'll be little Edie. Aww. And I think it would be cute to, to craft. Imagine crafting like them, you know, like with old cardboard boxes and empty cans. Like, that's what I'm going to do. I want to do like, how to craft the junk. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. If you want it, it's going to happen. I just came it across is, a, a picture of you uh, in front of uh, dressed like Lucy and another guy dressed like Ricky. And then you have Cuban uh, posters behind you. And, and the, yeah. that one thing that I wake up with every morning, Cafe Bustelo, right there. Oh, uh, yes. well, it's funny because I did now here. I'm plugging somebody else because that's Go, what I do. Do it. So you, for example, you are a displaced Cuban. Yes. Uh, you're away from the motherland, yes. the original motherland, and the second motherland, which is Miami. Miami, Cuba. And sometimes sometimes you get a craving for some Cuban goodies, yes. right? And you can't find that in Arkansas very easily. No, I had to, I had to uh, go to the store and tell them to order that Cafe Bustelo for me. There you go. Right well, if Kroger. you subscribe, you know, there's subscribe, subscription boxes for Cubans called Abuela Mommy. Come and on. it's just like your Abuela Mommy packed a care package for you. Yes. I do have an Abuela and Mommy. There you go. So you can you can go to AbuelaMommy.com and you can pick a care package. And they also ship to um, soldiers all around the world. How sweet. So they'll ship a first box to sh- a soldier for free. And Abuela Mommy now has its own Cuban coffee. <laughs> and this was all done by a young man named Kiki Valdez. And I met him because he wanted me to do a pro. He saw my channel. 
he was friends with Jenny Lorenzo, and he said, do you mind doing a promo? I said, not only am I going to do a promo, because he said, oh, do it, a box opening. I'm like, no, no, we're going to go full out. We're going to do Ricky and Lucy <laughs> yes. opening. And that's what we did, because Ricky was getting homesick for Cuba. <laughs> and, you know, Lucy decided to get him a subscription box from Abuela Mommy. Yeah. And there you have it. Fantastic. So there you go. Shameless plug for a friend. No, no shame. No shame in that game. No, no. Tell nope. it's your podcast. You tell about anything that's important to you. And yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Annie Jones, uh, Indy <laughs> Annie Jones, Anna Margarita You're Jones. Welcome. I, I hope that uh, that that more people find out about you and, and have thank as much you. pleasure uh, getting to know you as I have in the in this Aww. past whew, it's been almost yeah, an hour more than hours it's great <laughs> and i'll be honest with you i completely forgot about this i Aww. completely because with the hurricane and the craziness it was like yes. so yeah i try like, i try oh. to send people a message at least a couple hours beforehand and and i think i did but uh i'm glad that you uh you took some time out of your day and, and away from 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 your boy and and i i think mama's calling so you better call her back <laughs> i no, know it's, it's getting okay. late I told, over there i told i told i told luke to call his abuela tell her not to worry because if i don't answer you know cuban mothers oh you better believe you it don't answer oh you're you're in a you, ditch you, somewhere yeah i mean She's i'm calling serious hospitals. the SWAT team is probably outside the house <laughs> you, you know there's a missing persons announcement everywhere here comes there's an vasquez, amber alert. vasquez. You know, there you go there's an amber alert going on for you because you didn't answer the first time they called so oh like goodness. oh my gosh yes all right yeah anna margarita jones indy annie jones Thank you. you think you got enough on me? Do you think I, you learned enough I, I about me? I don't know. You you can come back every day if you want. I I think it, you know. Hey, we, and I didn't I didn't even tell you about the book I wrote, but that's the, another story. Why Why haven't you told me about that? That should have slipped in because it didn't get no because it didn't get published and it's a long story. I wrote I wrote a, a sequel kind of to Peter Pan, and I was trying to get it published, but I couldn't fight big guy Disney, and so I was like, eh, I gave it up. But it, it was could, a good story. You couldn't get it published. No, and you couldn't self-publish it, it because of the, the the rights and such. I, well, you know, I, I, you know, that's the whole thing. I was worried about the um, copyright infringement and stuff like that. Come on. So when did you write this book? Yeah. Tell. Go ahead. We got time. Oh God, it was like in two thousand seven. Actually, because of that book, I wrote that book right after I had my second child. Because oh. of that book, I ended up working with the Miami Book Fair. How sweet. So everything comes around full circle. Yeah, so but it was a cool story. It was a story about you know Wendy, and it was World War One, and she was watching as all her little friends, all the little boys that she used to play with, and her brothers used to play with, are dying in hospitals, and her own brothers are missing, and suddenly she sucks back into Neverland because Peter Pan cannot kill off Captain Hook. Captain Hook did not die in the crocodile. Right. And uh, he's brought. Wendy back because the, the mermaids say she has the power of death and she does because she's experienced it. Oh. So it's a very, very psychological. I actually, I, it was funny because I was actually um, corresponding with a gentleman who wrote Andrew Birkin, yes. who wrote the um, biography of James Barry in London. And J he actually yeah. wrote the one who wrote he. Yeah, the one who wrote Peter Pan, yeah. and he also he also created a, a mini series 
on the BBC of James Barry, not the Johnny Depp character that you see in whatever that other Neverland thing, Finding Neverland. Right. It was not the right character. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, because he, James Barry was a small man, five foot two, five ah. foot three, not very sexual. You know, he had issues. He had a lot of mental issues. Gotcha. But him and I were corresponding, and he loved, the, he loved the angle that I took psychologically for the different characters of Hook and Wendy and Peter. And, um, yeah, he actually invited me for tea, you know, that 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 Thursday. You know, it was Tuesday, and he goes, oh, you know, I, I'll be in London if you'd like to meet for tea. And I'm like, well, I'm in Miami. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's not going to happen. So, I was like, did you think yeah. I was British? He goes, yeah, you're right. He goes, well, somehow I, I read it in a British accent. <laughs> that's what he said. I'm like, oh, honey, it's like in a Cuban, New York accent. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, God knows why it's there. It's not lost. It's not forgotten. Well, this, it's there. It's, it, just, it's nowhere. It's nowhere in the ether. It's out. There. It's in your hard drive somewhere. It is in my hard drive somewhere. And then a couple of agents have a couple of chapters, but they didn't want to go forward because they were afraid of Disney. So let's just oh. leave it there. But, but you know what? It's, it was an experience and I loved writing it. And who knows? Maybe it'll become a screenplay instead. That's maybe I would what hope it's so. supposed to be. Get it out yeah. there. Indiana Jones, oh, because it, it 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 takes so much to write a book. I I haven't I haven't done it. What what did what did that entail? And what made you want to write a book? I mean, yes, I love the story I, of Peter Pan, uh, but could I expound oh, you on do? it? You love Peter Pan, of course. So Every funny. incarnation, I, I watch Peter it. Pan. Yeah, yeah, I love I, lo- I I I've never really loved Peter Pan, but all of a sudden I felt like okay, this is going to sound weird, but I had these characters talking to me. And I was yeah. extremely like, 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 how can I say it? I was just like in awe of, you know, like Captain Hook for some reason. And it was like, why was he the villain? He was just an adult. Right. He was being captured by these children. So it was, it's a different take where you look at things from his point of view. And Wendy also sees the world more from his point of view than from as a child, because she's experienced all this pain and all this loss and all this. And she has all this anger and this frustration it's a perfect take. Now, there, there's yeah. wicked and there's maleficent, and you know there's yeah. all, all these. The, oh, the, the don't get me started on maleficent. Yeah, oh, I hated maleficent. Yeah, I but, hated that movie. Oh, but the bad guy is not always bad. You know, you just got to look from their side. Yeah, their point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I, and it's not that I make him into a good guy. He's not a good guy. He still right. wants to kill Peter, but the, oh yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have the the power to kill Peter. Per se, because Peter doesn't know what death is, and that's why he, Peter can't kill Captain Hook because he's a child. He doesn't understand what death is. Right. So basically, he keeps killing Hook over and over and over again, and then he brings Wendy to kill Hook, and Hook realizes that and almost welcomes her into his like inner sanctum so that she can try to kill him, but she doesn't have the wherewithal to kill him. Amazing. You know? Amazing. Yeah, it's a very very psychological. Yeah, she's a young woman now, and it's like they're closer. They can relate more than her and, and Peter. So this needs to be out there. Yeah, it's kind of like an Eve goes back to the Garden of Eden and just completely screws things up, basically. <laughs> <sighs> Anna Margar- Margarita Jones, little, uh, Indy yeah. Annie Jones. Well, we've learned a lot about you. Any any I'll last? Send you, I'll send you the I'll send you the epilogue. See if okay. you like it, and then there you go. 
please. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I've already especially if you like Peter Pan, definitely. Oh, for sure. I, I've added you on as a as a friend on Facebook, and I'll, I'll tag <sighs> you and all this stuff. Uh, and hopefully, we, we we get to keep in touch uh, as you definitely. progress. Um, definitely. Any last words for the people? Any? Oh my gosh! I feel so powerful. Wait, should, I should stand up for this. Hold on, I feel. Do it. There should be music in the background. Last words for the people. You, you have the power to make you. That's the most important thing. A lot of people don't realize that. They feel they are subjected to the situations and conditions around them. The most fervent, creative, um, loving hearts and minds can survive the most desperate and despicable of situations so keep that always keep that in mind i feel too too many people give in to the situations and the conditions that they're in and they feel it's there's it's hopeless where there's life there's always hope and always look around you don't look at the screen in front of you to connect to the world look at the person beside you who could possibly have just found out they lost their job or they lost a loved one or they just found out they have cancer. I have a friend that sadly passed away, and I want to dedicate this to my high school friend, Mars, who passed away last week. And um, Mars Bar, Bariana. I used to call her Mars Bar. And um, so you never know what the situation is of the people around you. So take a moment and look, because we're sharing this world together. I know this sounds like so like yummy, feely, whatever, warmy, whatever, but I love sitting on the train and watching people and everybody's just looking at their screens. I'm like, they don't realize we're all in this together. If, if something were to happen right now, we would all have to count on each other here on this train or in this elevator. Say good morning. Give a smile. It's the least we can do. The, the, the greatest commodity we have and it's free is kindness. It's a smile. It's a nice word. Even if somebody's treating you like crap, like the bus driver's treating, treating you like crap, or this person just cuts you off. Now in Miami, it's okay. You can scream at them, and I usually become <laughs> possessed when I'm driving in Miami because I just don't understand. But in a personal situation, you know, crossing the street or just, I don't know, see each other, see each other. There's a world of humanity and all this humanity. They're all separate little worlds and universes out there, so, you know, coexisting with us. So just notice each other and care. And that's that's all I want to say. That's it. That was beautiful. And and, and brush your teeth. I don't know. <laughs> what else can I say? <laughs> and always butt, use sunscreen. Your teeth. I don't know. <laughs> you always use sunscreen. <laughs> Trust me. There's some people out there don't know how to clean their butts. I hate to say this. Yes, yes, yes. I think we can end on that. Thank you, Andy Andy Jones. Anna, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. I can't wait to friend you on Facebook and meet some more of meet some more of your other fans. Hey, at least I'm memorable. You know, if you're not going to be remarkable, at least be memorable. That's what I always say. Oh, you're fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Jones. Thank you so much. Oh, Miss Jones, just call me Annie or Indy or Indian, whatever. We need the dog, Oyelaga. Indiana. I know, right? <laughs> there you go. And believe it or not, one last story. My yes. my first child was almost named Indiana. <laughs> I couldn't let that happen. You know, I was like, he's not going to walk in with a theme. 
every time, you know, to the yeah. classroom. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Who put the kibosh on that one? I did. Well, and my ex wanted to name him Indiana. And then people started calling him Indy. And then they started saying, well, that's not his real name. His real name is. It's like, okay, fine, forget it. <laughs> Ethan. There. And no, and Luke, my other son, Luke, is not Luke Skywalker Jones. That hey, was the other choice. That was already in the in the back of my head. <laughs> really? Like, as soon as you said Luke, I said, there's got to be a story there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's a sad story, but it's for another time. Oh. It's for another time. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank, Thank you so much. God bless you. And take care to all your fans and friends out there. Well, there you have it, party people. Indy Annie Jones, Anna Margarita Jones on the IMDb. Uh, I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I saw she's a cosplayer. She does crafts. And so much more and now she's working with the united way and helping people out it's got to make her heart feel good i've had a good time chit-chatting with annie indy annie jones anna margarita jones <sighs> oh a cuban see that was a uh something i didn't know about her I, I, I yeah i perused her her youtube channel a little bit and i saw that she has some characters and such but yeah, that that's cool. And she does a a Lucy and Ricky little little show there and Hocus Pocus and and the aliens thing. I, I encourage you check out their the YouTube channel and find out more, even more about Indy Annie Jones. Look her up everywhere on the Facebook, the Instagram. She's a good follow. <laughs> check it out. Thank you so much for being on the program, Indy Annie Jones, Anna Margarita Jones, and uh, making me homesick for. Miami, Florida. Kendall in particular. I lived in Kendall for quite some time. Worked right there at Baptist Hospital in Miami. I did that from, let's see, when did I start at Baptist Hospital? About 87? No. No, it was 97. I'm sorry. Yeah, about 97 till about 2004, if I'm not mistaken. And I I was uh, 89 to 99 with the with the the Key Largo Fire Department, so and then I worked about three years before I stopped the fire department uh, over at Baptist Hospital in Kendall, Florida, right there, right there, just outside of Miami, Miami proper. I know my, Miami's got little cities within the city. Miami Dade County is what they're calling it now. It's been quite some time since they changed it from Dade County because Miami. It was the biggest part of Dade County, so they went ahead and hyphenated and, and married the the city with the county, Miami Dade County. So yeah, that's uh that's that's the dirt that I used to chew, and uh, Annie's still there. West Kendall, that's a great place to live, and, and you know, hey, I'm enjoying it here in Conway, Arkansas. I got the fam here. It's good. It's good. It's good. I tell you. <laughs> And I'm so happy to be talking to people all over this great planet of ours and learning more about you and learning from you. So, uh, yeah, get your uh, learn how to do some crafts and and uh, learn how to do some some uh, cosplaying from Indy Annie Jones. And yeah, she'll teach you a little bit about acting, too. She never took an acting class. And yet she's got 19 credits on her IMDb. Do you No, No, no. Let me hear. No, you don't? Okay. 
All right. Well, if you want to do it, you go do it. That's right. Anything you want to do, you try it. As long as you're not hurting anybody. Hey, no bullying. All right. No bullying. Thanks again for being on the program. Anna Margarita Jones, Indiana Jones. If you want to tell your story on the What Makes You Famous podcast, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous, the podcast. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. The first mention of soap was on Sumerian clay tablets dating about 2500 BC. The soap was made of water, alkali, and cassia oil. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, Radio What? Com. Hey, Keys Dan. What you doing? My line. I'm playing the best music by request. 24 hours a day. Click on the request tab at the top of RadioWhat.com. RadioWhat.com. RadioWhat.com.